Hello everybody, welcome to this week's Bad Bookers Wrestling Podcast, episode 85. I am your host, Movement. I've got Chris and Matt with me this week, and in breaking news, our new full-time member of the podcast, Space Toaster. Welcome, my friends. Hello. So yeah, if you uh, if you didn't realise by Twitter and lived under a rock, then uh, Space uh, Toaster is now with us for the foreseeable future and going to make me sound very, very dumb about wrestling, which could be fun. going to make all of us sound dumb yeah. about wrestling. He, he, put something in about, he put something in the Twitter DMs earlier about Kenny Klein. I went, who? <laughs> so I was like, yeah. yeah I to think about this last yeah, week. Yeah, I still don't know who she is. Still don't know who she is. Oh, God. <laughs> Enjoy. Enjoy welcoming <laughs> the despair on his face. Jack is currently sitting in work or wherever, listening. Well, not currently, but he'll be listening when this goes live. And all I'll be getting is DMs going, fucking smooth and ruined it again. Didn't we, even know we do that. <laughs> that does happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whenever Jack's not on, he will listen back and he will start just, whilst he's listening to it, correct us on a lot of things. Yeah, because I don't pay attention and my memory's terrible. My memory is full of students' names at work. Therefore, there's nothing much left for anything else. I guess. So, um, give them all numbers and start learning about wrestling. Cool. Matt being a teacher, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. So, uh, not a lot of news this week. Um, it, well, what we deemed as news. Um, probably the biggest news was that we had quite a few returns this week in WWE. One of them being Sheamus. Uh, yeah. The other one was Alexa Bliss and Elias. It's the uh, beautiful world title. Is that news or <laughs> is it news? Is it something we want to avoid ever seeing ever again? What about the fact that they're charging $6,750 for a replica that's hand-painted on their website? Is that what? That's, the, that's like the... Because the, as far as I remember, they do like a high-end, highest possible quality version of their titles online. And they're, they're a few thousand dollars, I think. I don't know how many exactly. So, so wait, is Bray Wyatt coming round your house to paint it himself? Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> in your face every 10 minutes. <laughs> It's hand-painted by the studios, and someone was said, I don't know who it was, someone said to me that it's the studio that made Slipknot's masks. Yeah, that was me. That was you, yeah. yeah that's the, the person who makes Slipknot masks made the Fiend mask, so that would make sense. But if you think about it, all you could do is just get Wahab to uh, do a Photoshop, as you said the other day. Yeah. Get someone to Photoshop Fiend's face onto a title belt, there you go. Save, yourself, cool. save yourself $7,000. It does look like a Wahab Photoshop. If you went, Wahab, <laughs> you think a wrestling belt should look like? And this is the guy it's for. And he would definitely do something similar. He would definitely Photoshop that guy's face and slap it in the middle. Yeah. In effect, yes. Splendid. Um, I know Space Toaster was shouting all sorts of news um, in the DMs. I think one of them was uh, ROH guys. I think the main four of uh, their contracts have run out. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, so the four were waiting on Bandito, uh, Skrull, King, and Jeff Cobb. All their deals ran out as of last night. But Marty has agreed to do Final Battle, which I think is in like a week. He's done like what Cody did and done like a handshake deal. So he's going to drop the belts at Final Battle. Yeah. Okay. To AEW confirmed. No, not at all. 
I reckon he's going to... Yeah, I think he's going to AEW. I think he is, but there's there's no confirmation. I think the, the biggest thing is, obviously, if he's doing this handshake deal with Ring of Honor, he's definitely not re-signing. And there was a rumour that he was going to re-sign for six months because they'd pay him, like, four times what um, AEW I'm- would pay for a two-year contract for six months because they just want to throw money at trying to keep people around at but the moment. But they haven't got any money. <laughs> they have got money. But they just don't pay people correctly then, clearly. Yeah. They've been doing big references to him on Being the Elite. I know you guys don't really watch it, but Being the Elite have referenced him the last couple of weeks, so there's no way that he's not signing. Yeah, they, they wouldn't do all that for him to not be signing. Mm. And it's, a, it's probably the kind of thing that would be really funny if he didn't, but you know. Oh, it would be hilarious. Like, if he just showed up in NXT next week or something. Yeah. Um, but I think he's at AW, but I don't know about the rest. They're all coin flips, really. They could go anywhere. Indeed. Indeed. Um, anything else? Brody Lee's trademarked. Oh, sorry. The Brody Lee's been, name's been trademarked by Luke Harper, or is attempted to be trademarked by Luke Harper. I don't know whether it's actually gone through or not, but um, that's interesting. So that basically confirms he's going anywhere. Well, he was going to be going anyway, but... Um, I, I, I'm pretty sure we were talking about this before, but he is—he would be a, an amazing suit for AEW. Yeah, he really would. Yeah, I mean, the the big thing for me is we've all said Luchasaurus is over as fuck and will probably end up with the title at some point down the line. I'm not talking like the next six months, but he'll end up with the title at some point. They're gonna have to have somebody who's a big guy who can go, who looks credible as somebody who could take the title, but you know, he's more than likely not going to. And Luke, Luke Harper would be perfect for that role. Yeah. And there's plenty of other stuff that you can do in the meantime because he's a big guy that can actually wrestle. So did you guys see the quotes from the New Japan director or the guy who's running New Japan at the moment? The Harold Dutch mm, nope. guy? No, nope. no. Um, What's he saying? It was on Reddit. Someone quoted it on Reddit. Uh, basically, he said in relation to, like a working relationship with AEW, um, they're open to working with everyone, but it will take some time to create that trust between companies. So essentially, they're not ruling out working with AEW, but I think they're just treading that line carefully because they're still technically in a relationship with ROH. Yeah, and obviously the burn of everything that happened with AEW, because because there, there was obviously a lot of it. There was a lot of issues, wasn't there? Because obviously Kenny left and everyone, a load of them left, didn't they? Mm-hmm. And then um, New Japan's whole storylines got thrown into disarray because of that. Didn't Kenny get rejected getting into Japan or something mad like that? So there are big rumours. He's got in each time, but he's been stopped at the airport for three times. And uh, Now, he has come out and said it wasn't anyone he's previously worked with. It wasn't New Japan. But there are rumours, unconfirmed rumours, uh, that basically the Mafia on behalf of New Japan are trying to stop him from getting into the country by like telling people that work in the airports to stop him and stuff. That's it's just how Japanese business works. Apparently there's like a lot of connections to the mafia and back doors and stuff. And it's just like that's completely hearsay and <laughs> so, so so we'll take it as fact. And, and Yakuza please don't go around Space Toaster's house. <laughs> yeah, lesson there's boys right now. <laughs> 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 or we'll petrol bomb you. Oh fuck! <laughs> wow, oh, splendid. Um, so this week has there's there's also been some crazy 
controversial topics as always in the world of wrestling um i saw a tweet which summed this up very well the other day it says uh, wrestling twitter days without any nonsense and it goes back to zero um because there's just nonsense everywhere so this 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 is something i sent to the boys and it was from jordan grace um uh, where she tweeted that um sandman was really angry the fact that women were main eventing a show um and somewhat, and she said, "Oh, you think this is two thousand and nine? Nope, this was twenty nineteen. Um, so that was that was fun. Good old Sandman stuck in what show was this? It's some, some yeah. random backyard indie wrestling. Yeah, some indie show. Okay, I thought it was Impact because I know Sandman's involved with Impact at the minute and stuff. Um, I'll try and find it. There's been further tweets about that, by the way." From Jordan Grace, it was like she said, someone came came at her and was like, You should keep private conversations private or whatever. And she went, Oh no, this wasn't private, this was in front of the whole locker room. And then he went and asked all the wrestlers in front of them if they agreed with him. Jesus <laughs> Christ. It yeah, so there's been impact. Yeah, I don't know, but the t- the tweet just said, "Hey, remember that time the sand the Sandman came up to four women about to main event to tell us that women main eventing is." inverted commas wrong and any male wrestler with any sort of experience would agree uh was this in 1998 no it was tonight december 2019 that was the actual tweet that is madness but i haven't seen it i'm just trying to find her other tweets um, is technically november 2019 but you know we'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> you know, fine december we'll go with that Oh yeah, so someone someone rep- someone replied saying, it- saying it's November. Yeah, <laughs> she <laughs> was like, if, "If that's what you've taken from this photo, <laughs> <Yeah>. you've got <laughs> fucking issues. <laughs> if that's what you've taken, I've made a mistake with by one day of the date. Then you need to have a serious look in the fucking mirror." Yeah. yeah. So so <laughs> on what Toast just said, it, someone did reply with, it's an opinion, one shared privately, which you could have argued or countered privately. Public shaming is not a skill, conflict resolution is. So then she replied, oh yeah, saying it loud enough for the whole locker room to hear and then asking other wrestlers if they agreed with him, sure is private. Maybe he was just a bit drunk. Well, wasn't he drunk 24-7, that boy? There's a photo on Reddit of Sandman in a different match. It's clearly an indie where he's waiting to be tagged in. He's sitting with his kendo stick in one hand and his phone sitting fucking texting or reading his phone while on the apron in a tag match. (laughs) That is the the official definition of phoning it in, isn't he? Let's be honest. Just like literally just sitting. And I'm like, you're being paid to be there. There's an audience watching you. Brilliant. Um, the other thing that people have been getting angry about is Jim Ross, uh, who on AW this week <laughs> made some ridiculous comments about Emi Sakura. Emi Sakura. Would you like me to tell, tell the public what he said? If you call it all correctly, yes. So uh, he said the first thing he said was, "I've never seen Freddie Mercury looking so Japanese. I mean, female." <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> so Emmy Sakura comes down, obviously she's got her Freddie Mercury tribute act going, and he turns in and went, Freddie Mercury's never looked so oriental. I was oriental. Oh. Asian! Oh. Uh, female! <laughs> and I nearly fell off my fucking chair and went, 
why is this man still doing commentary? <laughs> Oriental, Asian, and female. And they, what, what the fuck? Excalibur oh. was sitting there just going, uh. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that we're in 2019, going into 2020, and we've still got Jerry Lawler and The King commentating is ridiculous. Jerry Lawler and the King. That's what I meant. Jim Ross and the King. Goodness me. It's I'm still talking about Sandman as well. Yeah. Good old 2019. Wrestling never dies. <laughs> uh, should we move on? Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I think we... wrestling should move on as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're sorry that we didn't get a um, reaction straight away this week. Oh, well as close to sun, last Sunday as possible for Survivor Series. So we're going to probably talk about a little bit of it now. Um, so in true Bad Booker's tradition, um, out of the four of us, the original four of us, sorry, Space, um, I came last. But Space Taster came last out of all five of us. Woo! So <laughs> absolute limbs. It's all right. We do the AEW nonsense as well. I just win that as well. So apparently you scored four. Yeah. Oh, that's a lot of red. <laughs> that is a lot <laughs> of red. <laughs> red. We'll try it on screen now for you guys. Red, red is incorrect. Okay, there we go. <laughs> it's incorrect. Thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just thought we'd highlight that for you. There you as go. you can see, I got the important ones right. Lee won Brock. Like, I mean, that's... <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Imagine thinking Ray Mysterio was going to win. That's all I'm saying. Stupid Ray. Why did you not win, Ray? Do you know what? I said this to the guys. I said said this to the guys, right? I I, I texted them in the DMs and said, oh, my God, that moment where you've got um, him smashing him with the the pipe and the chair and then uh, Dominic coming out and doing a splat, like double 619 and a double splash. I was like... It's happening! Oh, no, it's not. I, I marked a little bit, but then remembered, hey, it's Rey Mysterio. And then, of course, I... I, I oh, yeah. Oh, dear. Poor Smoothman. Yeah. Um, other things of the night. I didn't watch the pre-show. I do apologise. But apparently the tag team, um, the cross-branded tag team Battle Royale was on there, which is just fun. And I think even the actual was the actual like three three way Survivor Series style showdown was that also on the pre show? There was only I two on the pre show, wasn't there? There was Leo, there was Cruise Way and the Tag Team Showcase. There were three on the pre show, weren't there? Because it was one, it was one 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 after the pre show, so there must have been. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I'm sure I saw somewhere on Twitter that. Um, the New Day uh, Undisputed Era Viker Raiders match was on the pre-show. Yeah, that was. That's a tag team showcase, yeah. But there was also a Battle Royal, is that right? Oh, God, the pointless Battle Royal that none of us put in predictions. Yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the one that we didn't bother I didn't actually see that. I, see no, I didn't. Much. I didn't see any of the pre-show. I don't care. I didn't either, so. Moving on. Professionalism! We're very good at this. Um... What do we think to the women's Survivor Series match, the traditional elimination? It happened. Apparently, is this the, is this the match where DQs don't mean a thing? 
No, that was the men's one, wasn't it? Because apparently in a traditional Survivor Series match where there's three of each, apparently uh, no DQs shouldn't be a thing because it's a triple threat match, right? There's no DQs in a triple threat match. But apparently there's DQs in a triple threat match. Who got DQ'd? I'm sure there was something like that. No, there was a count out in the men's one. That's the one. It was a count out. I knew it was a DQ or a count out. It's been a week. I've slept since then. But I knew there was something and I just was like, what? But that was the men's Was that the men's one? Yeah. So Braun Strowman uh, got counted out in the men's one. The women's one, we had Candice and Io Shirai got injured and went to the back and then came down to help Rhea Ripley win at the end. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now I remember. So I've, I've not sort of refreshed on, on Survivor Series. I've refreshed on most things, but, but not that. Yeah. That it, it was it was okay as a match. I was quite surprised to see Logan being there for reasons. Like she's not been in a storyline for weeks, months, and then they just turns bodies, up. Though, Pardon? They needed bodies. Yeah, you just want to take a pin. And to be honest, she did all right for, for what yeah, she was able to do. She did all right. Yeah. I think they just need the power of the Viking Raiders. Like, just let her go be with her husband as part of like some sort of trio, and let them go do shit that way. Yeah, mm. go for it. Um, so it was pretty much um, Team NXT who won it um, because of the help of Shirai and uh, Candice LeRae after they came back down. So technically it was a three-on-one towards the end, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. Because they weren't actually... Uh, but it, it was basically the Rhea Ripley show, which I'm fine with. Oh, I'm completely fine with. Yeah, so um, they, they basically they, they have to protect Sasha. So she got three pins, I believe. Um, and it would have been her one-on-one with Ripley, which I guess if they're, if they're hoping to push Sasha soon, they don't particularly want her to lose in the like a clean one-on-one finish, whereas three versus one sort of protects Sasha a little bit in the eyes of WWE. I mean, I know none of us particularly like the way they protect their wrestlers doing this stuff, but... It it's it was a means to an end, and um, and yeah, like you said, Rhea Ripley after this weekend has just had a rocket strapped to her. Oh yeah, yeah. And you could say you could say the same about Keith Lee as well. Oh, of course um, you could, yeah. Because I'm, I know I'm jumping a bit. Well, taking Roman to his limit—that's a—that's a high praise. Taking Roman to his limit, and the fact that you that you get that rub from from Roman as well. Because they did the, the the fist bump, didn't they? They fist bumped each other before the match ended. Yeah. Um, the only big issue I have with the men's uh, match was, uh, I'm sorry, Walter should not be eliminated that quickly. No. It was disgusting. I literally, I, I can understand if you're an American fan who would just watch his main roster and you go, who's this big Austrian fella? Never heard of him. Yes. But, most people who are in Chicago know who Walter is. So when the, if you go back and watch it, when the three big guys are in the ring, it's Strowman, Walter, and I can't remember who the other one is. Probably Drew, I think. Uh, yeah, Drew McIntyre, that's it. And you listen to the crowd, and that crowd is chanting Walter. It's not ch- chanting Drew or Strowman or Get These Hands or Scotland. It's chanting <laughs> Walter. Because Scotland? <laughs> right. So I agree that Walter should have been protected better. But Walter is basically said when he signed with WWE, 
He's not going full time main roster. He wants to stay predominantly in Europe, which is why he's on NXT UK. Which is understandable, but so uh, he you... wants to stay predominantly Europe. I think he still has a loose affiliation with the WXW training school. Yeah. So they NXT UK is completely diehard fans. It's basically another part of the punt universe from main roster. He won't be harmed on NXT UK going and doing that. That's kind of what they're thinking. They're never going to be using a main roster. He's not going to be WrestleMania. But they could just get rid of any, him. Any other company with any kind of sense would have called an order when the crowd is chanting for one guy and one guy only in a 15-man match would call an audible and go, actually, let's get him eliminated third or fourth instead of first. In, in, a, in a standard match, I, not a standard or like a, a, sort of a reasonably complex match, I, I, I get that. But this is a match with so many moving parts. There's, there's 15 people in the if, fucking if ring. If those 15 wrestlers can't work out a different way to get Walter eliminated third or fourth instead of first, then none of them should be allowed to wrestle ever again. Yeah, I mean, but in some ways it makes it difficult. I, I can see what you're trying to say, but when it comes to Survivor Series matches, the eliminations kind of mean something. Yeah, they, so, they, like, they, they, they if someone eliminates them. somebody, that's for a reason. For example, the Kevin Owens and Tommaso Ciampa bit was absolute gold because okay, the night what? before... They're fighting each other, and then he DDTs and pins him. See you later, KO. That was brilliant. So with Braun Strowman feuding against Time next week. I just, I don't think it matters, if you know what I mean. Like, Survivor Series, I don't like the Survivor Series concept, right? Um, I don't, it's okay when it was one, like, one team versus one team. But when you're doing triple threat, it just, it feels forced to me. And it's it like, felt very, it felt very boring yeah. in the first 10 to 15 minutes of matches. I was like this. I was like, triple threat is just not for me. It's just a bit a bit dry, a bit dull. Yeah. Um, um, honestly. I mean, out, out of the main four, if you're looking at the main four, I mean, Survivor Series is my least favourite. But as a, as a pay-per-view overall, it was a really, I thought it was decent. I think it was decent because NXT looked million dollars out of it. Yeah. Because obviously they won overall on the night. Obviously you've got the NXT Championship match on there. Adam Cole and Pete Dunne, which was which was a decent match. The uh, the what was it? The bitter end into the destroyer was just. I, I marked the fuck out when that happened. Who was I? I was at my um, I was on my computer watching it. Me and Wolfie were on at the same time. Just just <laughs> Wolfie doesn't swear very often. You can tell, but he just wants fuck off. How in the hell? <laughs> it was. It was mad. I, I loved that finish to match. And obviously we are skipping a lot, but that match I, I thought was fantastic. I really enjoyed mm. it. And I, I thought I'd get a bit more of a reaction, a bit more of a mark out from the guys in the DM group for the finish because it was totally unexpected as well. I expect that very clear. The the reverse or, or the counter into the Panama Sun or into well, the Destroyer, I presume, it's not Panama Sun Rose, was just mind-blowing. It defied physics. It shouldn't have worked that way, but somehow it did. It was mad. Mm. Anyway, continue. Um, other things of note was obviously the the Universal Championship match with Bray Wyatt and uh, Daniel Bryan, where we saw a glimpse of the uh, the yes movement, and that no, it's came not just more... a glimpse anymore, is it? Yeah, and we'll talk about that when we get to SmackDown. Um, We've already kind of touched on Rey Mysterio and Lesnar. I don't think we need to really go into that. Um, the main event, though, was the triple threat women's match, which 
Baszler won, but didn't really come out of it on top, did she? Well, I, I heard it was... I, I'd not seen the main event. I, I heard it was shite. I've seen it, and I heard it was not... It was universally slammed, and it backstage it was not well-received either. It wasn't great. It was a bit dull, to be quite honest. In, in what um, sense? Was it just loose? Or was it was there mistakes? Or was there just... I don't know. It just didn't oh, seem to captivate me. Fuck all happened for a triple threat match. Like, we had one of the best triple threat matches I've seen in a while between Shinsuke Nakamura, Roderick oh, yeah. Whoa! And... Did you just say you liked a Shinsuke match? I did. If, if you look at my Twitter, I said that's Shinsuke Nakamura's second good match since he was promoted to the main roster in 2017. As I guess I his first was the Sami Zayn. I can't remember what the other one. No, <laughs> that, was, that was an NXT match, wasn't it? Yeah, Sammy Zayn. Uh, Zayn Nakamura yeah. was his debut. Um, but um, in terms of that match, yes, he was carried by AJ and Roderick Strong a lot, but Shinsuke Nakamura actually looked like he gave a shit about wrestling. That was a proper good triple threat. You didn't have one person kneeling down, staring at the ring, waiting for their spots just at the edge of a camera shot, which you ha- you get a lot in WWE matches. And then you go to this main event and you just had a shit flat triple threat where fuck all happened for 15 minutes or however long the match was. My, my, my thought that I was going to go with, uh, with you guys was, was it like a, a match? Cause on paper, the match sounds like it's going to, it sounds like it'd be a very good match, but it turns into an AJ Samoa Joe feud or an AJ, AJ Nakamura match, for instance, which was built as such hype and then was terrible. Yeah. I think that probably was the part, part to do with it. I think what it's also showcased is the fact that we talk about the, the four horsewomen as being great wrestlers, but actually, Becky and Bailey are not that good in the ring. Becky, I mean, Bailey, I disagree. Bailey, I think, is very good in the ring. Becky, I mean, she's the first to admit she's not the most athletic of wrestlers. Charlotte's arguably the, one of the best in the world, if not the best in the world. Uh, before, like, we spoke, I think we spoke about this last week. Charlotte, if she actually gives a shit about the match, yeah. is great. But recently she's been fucking turd. Well, I mean, she, can't, she can't sell her women's right, though. Oh yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. Becky, um, yeah, she. I don't know. I I really like Becky's work, but at the same time, it lacks a bit of intensity. If you see what I'm saying. Yeah. What um, do you see intense-wise from Bailey? Hmm, I mean, I disagree. I I I, th- I think I think Bailey's very good in the ring, but Becky mm, out out of the four, I'd put her at the at the least. Technically gifted wrestlers out of the four. Out of going for the four horsewomen thing, I put them up, put her last. But in terms of character and persona and great on the mic, and yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm yeah. No, I'm not, not criticizing her, her promo work at all. But I think in ring wise, I think Shayna Baszler was looking for. I, I think we've kind of seen from this match that Becky isn't great in the ring. Bailey is not great in the ring and Baszler needs somebody who is great in the ring to be great. She's, I don't think she's somebody who can lead a match. I think she's very good at when somebody else is on a par with her or better getting a great match out of them. But if somebody's below her level, I don't think she's yet able to drag a good match out of shit people like an AJ Styles can. I get that. I mean, well, Bailey was the women's locker room leader in NXT. 
and yeah. she and she also uh, she was she's very much someone who leads matches. I think she said it in interviews before where she's the one she she will ninety five percent of the time call the match herself, or or she'll be she'll be doing the lead calls, which again makes sense because she she's got the psychology down. And I I, I guess maybe she might have been a bit of a night off for Bailey, but yeah, aunt, she's she's oh god, I hate to use the Sean Spears thing, but she's a good hand. In the sense that she she'll put on a match, it won't be shit. In terms of technical work, it won't be shit. Yeah. But then, you know, what can I say now? Indeed. Um, talking of Charlotte and the women's right, you were going to go on to that, Chris. I'd like to hear your thoughts. Uh, we'll, well, we'll talk about SmackDown when it comes, won't it? No, well, that was that was Survivor Series, wasn't was it? Survivor Series? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Because she eliminated Charlotte. She eliminated Charlotte with the women's right, and it, she literally no-sold it. But she still took the pin. I just confused. I don't, just I confused. don't remember it. It just confused. No, I, I remember it because um, I watched it the, I, when I watched SmackDown this week when she did the woman's right again. The person actually sold it this time. Like when you when you know that that's going to be the finish. Her finisher is like Big Show's WMD or whatever you want to call it. It's going to knock you out effectively. Therefore, you should sell it like as if it's knocked you out, not what Charlotte did, where she just went, oh, and then kind of went down in stages. It's just not, it was just trash. I'm sorry. But, but Charlotte doesn't care about the women's right because she's not in a title feud at the moment. It's, it's but, pro- proving my point. She doesn't, if she's not in a title feud, she doesn't give a fuck. But the thing is, but you can't, you could say that about anything though. You could no one because no, there's all the, no there's one, all the wrestlers on that on on that um, show that actually care about wrestling, and it doesn't matter whether they're going for a title or not. They would sell somebody else's finisher, but Charlotte Flair doesn't give a fuck about anything unless she's the one in the spotlight, and therefore didn't care enough to to sell this as it should have been sold. Shocking behavior. That's that's a lot. Of, that's a lot of accusations thrown out there, man. I'm not gonna lie. I don't give a fuck. Shocking behavior. She can come at me. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure she can. Mate. Just, just don't send Andrade at me. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but yeah, I can completely agree. The 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 main event was just lackluster. Um, they tried to make Bailey, uh, Bailey, um, Becky look strong at the end, and it was just like, well, kind of puts a dampener on things a little bit. That NXT have won overall in the night, but you're trying to big Becky up still, even though she's. I don't think she's much of a draw as she used to be. Well, she's no longer top merch seller, is she? No, Bray is. Can you ex- can you blame it? Um, but yeah, that was Survivor Series in a nutshell. I know we've whizzed through it very quickly, but that's fine. Um, it was a week ago. I know, I know. Uh, Raw though, um, Jack this week. Um, when he was talking to her, actually enjoyed a Raw, and he actually watched it from start to finish. Fucking Mark. <laughs> Fair play. I couldn't do it. I couldn't sit and watch Raw for three I hours. I didn't even watch all of the highlights. <laughs> I actually enjoyed the stuff with Seth, because... Yes. Seth, oh, yes, of course we got Seth's borderline turn, haven't we? It was, it was pretty much a... Um, what do they call it? An open... Open forum. Open for yeah, open forum, where he had it was him stood in the ring as the leader of Raw, and he had all of the superstars, both male and female, uh, around. Becky. 
Apart from Becky, was it? Mm, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it was uh, pretty much a berating of all of Raw, saying you were trash. Yeah, and what, what did he say to Ray? He said, uh, how did Ray lose you, with you and your dumb kid? <laughs> yeah. A bit harsh, Seth, but okay. I've, I've beat Brock twice this year. You failed to bring the title back and you had a late pipe on your stupid kid. Yeah. It's just yeah. like, whoa. Can we talk about Orton's exit, though? Did any of you see Oh, oh yes. yes. Fucking yes, fantastic, boy. No, what are you talking about? Uh, or, uh, go ahead. One of you can talk about it. Or- Orton's walking up the ramp, because obviously that, that, that whole Raw segment is uh, Seth berating the wrestlers, and wrestlers just start walking off one by one. And then he said, he said something about uh, Randy. I can't remember what he said to Randy, but then Randy's walking off up the ramp going, oh, whatever. Gets to stop and starts doing a jerk-off sign at the top of the ramp. <laughs> to, uh, to as, as I guess the YouTube highlights missed that out, did it, Matt? Mm, yeah, yeah, it did. Yeah. It did. They didn't put that in the YouTube highlights. I wonder why. <laughs> I, 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 do kind of enjoy it. <laughs> I do kind of enjoy it. I don't give a fuck, Randy. I don't, uh, which yeah. we get more of later on in the evening with Drew as well, but never mind. Yeah. Um, but no, um, no I, I, I'm I'm liking this because because let's be honest, Seth hasn't had a character in what eighteen months, isn't that right, Matt? About eighteen months, maybe two years. I mean, Seth hasn't had a character since I've been watching wrestling, which is yeah, WrestleMania WrestleMania's 20, in twenty seventeen. So that's what thirty three. Was that yeah, when he was face again? Because when yeah, that's when was... he, he he had his unsanctioned match with Triple H, the COO of the company, oh, so God. they clearly sanctioned it because otherwise the COO wouldn't be in the match, but we ignore that, yeah, so basically it was when he came back as a face after his second knee injury. Oh, God. But he's, he's not had a character as a face, and he for a while he had good wrestling, and then he stopped doing the good wrestling, and he's just been nothing again, because like, I... When we did the 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 first end of year bad booker stuff in twenty seventeen, no wait, uh, uh, sorry, when we started the bad booker stuff, I wasn't a big fan of him. By the end of thing end of year one last year, I said he was my most improved wrestler in terms of I wow. didn't hate him anymore, and very quickly by WrestleMania, I hated him again. <laughs> well, because no, it was the um, it was the gauntlet matches that got him over again, which was twenty. It was elimination chamber 20, 2018. Yeah, yeah, and, that, and that's nearly that's, two that's years what got ago. Him over, and then started started to get get some momentum again. But like, yeah, it's Seth. Seth works really well as a heel, and obviously he looks oh, like yeah. he's going to be teaming up with AOP as well, which is going to be very interesting. Yeah, so. He, 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 is he teaming up with them? Because he, they didn't, I know they didn't attack him, but they didn't also. He didn't tell them what to do either, and he'd criticised them earlier in the night. Uh, like, yeah. In his big open forum thing to start Raw, um, he said, "And you two, all you do is sit and talk in rooms." He didn't even bother showing up. That's hardly hardly what somebody who wants them to be is bitches. Well, he's not going to have James security again, is he? And if he's a heel, he needs a faction. Yeah, if he gives him two big heaters and he can be a talker for AOP. Yeah. It, it makes so much sense. And yeah, they are completely. absolute monsters, AOP, as well. So, they are. yeah. Yeah. Um, so he obviously then challenged KO because um, KO was the last one in the, in the, in the ring with him. It looked like he was going to talk to him and then he just stunned him in the middle of the ring. So he challenged him. And, uh, 
that was the main event of the night. But before we got to that, we had to withstand a bit of Lana and Bobby Lashley. Um, Bobby Lashley had a match against Titus O'Neil. Titus O'Neil is now at that stage where he's a jobber still, uh, therefore doesn't have his entrance music. Oh, we didn't even get Titus's entrance now. Oh, no, no. what can we do without the whistles? We didn't even get the... Ooh, 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 either. I mean, that was, that was you, good. You, you, you liked that, did you? You just did that. Yeah, I did that. Um, People heard you do that, Sweden. Yeah, I know. Uh, Rusev attacked Bobby Lashley at the end, even though he's been served a whatever it was. Some restriction. A 90-day, I mean, a 90-mile, I mean, a 90-yard... Oh. No, wait, a 90-foot. 90-foot, that's what it is. It's a 90-foot... Um, what's it called? Restraining order. Oh, she's been given a contract extension. Five years. Five years. Five <laughs> more years, baby. That means we get four more years of Trump or four more years of Lana. That's, that means we're going to get five more years of Bobby Lashley nonsense, aren't we? And Rusev being divorced. This, this feud won't last five years. Oh, it, I, if, he, Vince McMahon thinks this is good stuff, so of course he will. Good shed. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he destroyed him and then pushed some stage pieces onto him. For reasons, um, yeah, Perfect. that's enough of that. Authors of Pain destroyed Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder, expected. Andrade had a match against Tozawa, which didn't last very long either. It was not, it was just not, a, it was not a roar of good matches, really, after the week that I had last week, where I said Raw had probably two of the best matches I'd watch all week. This week, I'm like, what? No. Um, Buddy Murphy and Matt Hardy. Apparently, Matt Hardy's still around. Yeah, his contract's up very soon, Three isn't it? Months, I think he's got. Yeah, he's got a couple of months, and he's no doubt going back on the Indies. And he's going to do. He's going to take the broken gimmick with him again and go with it. Splendid. We'd love to see it. Is it? Is it three months? Surely, it, surely it'll be WrestleMania because they came back WrestleMania thirty-three. I read it the other day. It's only three months, and they haven't Fucking had talks to extend it. I figured he would just retire and become a producer, but Please. he could go to Lindy's. I mean, Matt yeah, Hardy will never retire. He said he's not done in the ring, and he's been oh. going on. If you follow him on, on Twitter, he's going through all of his old gimmicks. So he did the like version the one three. where he's like, yeah, version three and the corporate wanker and all. This all. Is the being the deleted videos or whatever he's making. Yeah, I've not seen any of them yet, but yeah, being the deleted. Either. Yeah, I think it's something similar. I wonder where he got the name from. That yeah. for. Mm. <laughs> oh dear. I do. Nice. I do miss um, Benjamin though. Senior Benjamin. I think Just... he's in those videos. If you want to go check. <laughs> oh, I'm, gonna one. Go, I'm, gonna go, I'm gonna have to go watch him. Good old Vanguard one as well. The oh yes, dilapidated boat. I remember first watching the first promos come out from all of those years ago, and I was thinking. What the f... What is this? Is it the one where he was having a fight with... Uh, was it Jeff Hardy was supposed to have a fight with a kangaroo? It's just, yeah. I just thought they were both stoned at the time. <laughs> so I was like, surely they know this is terrible, right? I mean, they've clearly made it themselves. They know this is awful. And then once you get it into it... It got over. It got then, over. Oh, it got massively fuck. over. Because, like, I, I didn't know what people were talking about. Because like I say, it was... WrestleMania that got me coming back to yeah. um, thing, and people were just going, "No, you you've got to go and watch." And like, I was sent a playlist, and it was like 
three and a half hours long of yeah. just like all of their promos intercut with like the matches because obviously Jeff and Matt had like three or four matches before Jeff became broken and there was loads of other shit going on. Fuck and like it was absolutely me- like I, I came out of it not knowing what I'd watched and, and I watched like three yeah, and, and a half was, hours it was, of it. <laughs> it was something. It was special. I thought because because. Well, I mean, for one thing, if you had WWE imitate it afterwards, then you knew they had something good going. Obviously, they did it with the New Day and um, uh, Wyatt family. Ages, they, they, and that that lasted long, yeah. didn't it? But yeah, the um, yeah, I, I I did like the whole broken thing because uh, it was just it was meme worthy content, yeah. continuously meme worthy content, and I love all, I can lap all that shit up. I mean, writing was it George For- was it was it George Foreman? Um, uh, the kangaroo. I can't remember, but then he there was also another name for the giraffe as well. George so Washington. Was George Washington. That was it. Yeah, and like all the like the delete uh, the delete stuff where he's um he's answering he's, he's got a scribe next to him and he's just writing delete and they're just just scribbling it out every time. Fantastic, love it. Splendid. Um, but yeah, he had a match, and uh, that was mainly just to set up Buddy Murphy and uh, Alistair Black, really. Which, goodness knows when that's going to happen. Probably at Starcade tonight. You never know. Um, oh, yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? Because that's the thing happening. Um, yeah, they've done uh, it the last three years at this point. Yeah, but we forget because it's a network special and we don't watch it. Um, oh, they put it on the network this year. Yeah, it was on the network last year. I'm sure it was on the network last year. No, it wasn't last year. It was on the network a couple of weeks. It was later, just a house show. No, it wasn't. I'm sure it was. That on might network. have been two, two years ago. It was definitely just a house show, but last yeah. year it might have been a network. You're right. All I, know, what's all I know about Starcade is Kevin Owens is getting a stage with Ric Flair for a few minutes. I thought he's, it was. He's going like to stun him, and he's going to give him a heart attack, isn't he? He's going to kill Ric Flair on stage. I hope not. The man's going to hurt us all. He will. He will. He'll have probably 40 million heart attacks and still live. Okay. Sixteen waves. He'll be one of the first to live in, like, with his head in a jar, proper Futurama style. He's going to go soon if he's only having sixteen wives. That. <laughs> uh, move on. Uh, Ricochet, Randy Orton, Drew McIntyre, Rey Mysterio ended up being in a fatal four way for a number one contendership this week uh, for the US title. It started with Carrillo wanting or oh, having that match, but then he got attacked by the OC for. Obviously, reasons. And there's the um, end of Humberto's, Humberto's push is over now. Yeah, he's, he's I think it over. came out this week that Vince said he's done with him. Which is a bit harsh. Done with who? Humberto Carrillo. Considering he's like a child, it's a bit harsh. Is that the yeah. guy that's up against the gay Jay and stuff? Yeah. I thought he was okay. He was very good. He was decent. He's decent, but obviously Vince, obviously Vince gave him this mini push and then this week they went, we're done with you. Um, and he's, he, they've come out on Twitter and they've said, I'm done with you. Um, the bit, um, obviously after that was then just Ricochet, Randy Orton, Drew McIntyre, Rey Mysterio just saying, I think I should be number one contender. I think I should. And then it was just like, yeah, carry on, carry on, carry on, blah, 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 blah. And then I think it was Rey Mysterio or someone suggested, I think it was McIntyre probably, suggested let's have a fatal four-way and whoever wins becomes number one contender, which I was going mad because I thought, oh, this could be Drew. 
It wasn't Drew. It wasn't Drew. It was Rey Mysterio. But but we did get a really good back and forth between Drew and Randy Orton in that match as well. Is that the one with the... The slapping? Yeah. So does that mean we have to put up with Rey fitting Brock again? I doubt it. No, no, this was a number one contender for the US title. US title. Yeah, which Rey later won in the evening. and He won it at the end of the... Oh, yeah, yeah, the match happened straight after this, so... Rey Mysterio won this, and then AJ Styles was like, I'll pick the bones off you, and then lost to Rey Mysterio. Oh, yeah. US title's important again because Brock fucked off for another six months. Yeah, oh, yeah, he's on hiatus now. Yeah, so, uh, on yeah. so the secondary title means something again. Yeah. Can we, can we also just, like, I know last week we talked about the new Intercontinental Championship, which didn't really need a revamp, and we've had the Universal title, which came out with Bray Wyatt's face. <laughs> But then we've got the US title that isn't being updated, which really needs to. No, I like that US title like that. So the only active main event title, I'm not counting NXT, is the one that looks like Wahab Photoshop Ray Wad's face. <laughs> yes, that, that's what it looks like. Fantastic. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. It looks like something you can create a wrestler, you know, where you can use to create your own WWF titles and things like that. Yeah. It's so bad. And the it's US six title and a needs grand. a revamp as well. What top merch seller has to sell merch? Give them as much merch as we can throw at them. They could have picked something completely... They could have just had him rip the fucking plates off the blue belt and... And spray paint that. let me just, in on it yeah, or something. Yeah, something like, oh, even just spray paint let me in over the fucking front of the belt. or just, yeah. Anything but put... Why would, he, why would he put his own face on a fucking... I don't understand. The thing why. is, right, this guy, there was a guy on Twitter, and I think I sent this to Space Toaster yesterday, and he's, he, it's a video of him unveiling a Bray Wyatt version or the Fiend version of the Universal title. It's still red, but it's like a darker red, and it has Bray's, like, some of Bray's face, like the Fiend's face engraved on the leather, but then it has Let Me In written loads of times where the W is, and it looks, it looks sick. Yeah, I like that. And you go, oh, that'd be nice. And then guess what we get? We get the toys are also going to eat up the shitty plastic rubber replicas of this. Their only regret is that this didn't happen before Halloween. Yeah. Could you imagine they released this a month before Halloween? The fiend fucking titles. That shit's going mental. Do, do, do you know what happened just before Halloween? Helena Cell. Helena Cell happened <laughs> just before. Do you know you could have had him have you have your title? Uh, at Halloween, that would have been a great merch selling idea, wouldn't it, you fucking retard? Well, you have to do it at the Saturday show. That's like the greatest Royal Rumble Super Summer Slam of them all. That's this week's name. The greatest Royal Rumble Super <laughs> Summer Slam. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, but yeah, Ray Mysterio is our new United States champion. Woo. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, no one cares. I care. I'm wearing a Rey Mysterio t-shirt. Booyaka, booyaka, six one nine. Fucking dreadful music. Dreadful fucking shit from the last few weeks. Oh, unless, un- unless we get Dominic versus Rey Mysterio for the US nope. title, I'm nope. not going to watch a match of it. Nope. Dominic's a shit, Walter. I don't want him anywhere near the ring. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Charlotte Flair and Asuka had a match because Asuka obviously spat her face. 
Yeah, and then she spat in her face again. That was a lot of water. That was How a did lot she of not see that coming? She's literally just had a spit in her face. How did she not see it coming? Maybe she's into it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> cool. But Asuka won, funnily enough. Um, the other thing that I want to talk about, which is weird, is Eric Rowan and his weird cage. I didn't see this. <laughs> so Eric Rowan, the last couple of weeks, has come out with this oh, was this where he cage. talks to a cage like a baby. He talks to a cage like he's the dad of a baby, but then he comes out and then hides it from the crowd. This week he faced a jobber, and the jobber tried to get a peek at it, and then he got destroyed. So, goodness no, I don't know what this is going to be. Is it going to be... Luke like... Harper's in a cage. <laughs> Can I just say, you were Eric Rowan for like five minutes, and I thought we were referring to one of the Viking Raiders. Like, that's like <laughs> out of my head. I was like, no, what Eric the Viking Harper. Raiders doing that? Oh, right, Harper's partner got you. <laughs> that's great. Is that because he's got a beard? And just because he's means nothing. He had a bit of heat when they paired him with Fucking Daniel they split him up, put him as a singles wrestler. It's only a matter of time before they try to pair him with Harper. And at that point, Harper will already have left the company. And they'll be like, shit, what do we do? Third Viking Raider, go! <laughs> I love that. Declan, Declan, happening as well. Declan in the chat has just put, I think Wahab is in the cage. It could be, it could be Wahab. Go Wahab. Um, yeah, and then Raw finished with Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens. Um, we've already talked about it. AOP came out, laid out KO, caused disqualification, and then Rollins decided to to give him a couple of stumps for uh, for good measure. And it, sort of in in very big hints that he's going to turn heel. Just pull the trigger now, to be quite honest. Have. Just pull it now properly. Make him have AOP either side of him. It'd be like old school authority. I like it. I can't believe we're actually harping. We actually want the authority style thing back. Yes, we all hated what we all hated. But it's great. We all hate it. It's fucking useless, always, isn't he? Like they can't put the shield back together because one was on the bed on AEW. What are they gonna do? Relax her angle and make the shield again. The man literally has the personality of a fucking two by four. Get Jim Duggan back. Don't worry. Oh, oh, brilliant. Um, Let's move into the Wednesday's wrestling. This is going to be the Matt and Space Toaster Showdown segment. Let's get a jingle for that made. Um, Fuck off. Every week. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We'll start with... (laughs) I'm joking. We'll start with AEW. Woo! Um, Don't talk ill about AEW. Oh, no, we're going to talk ill about AEW. I'm ready. Um, Let's start with thanking Le Champion, uh, the Champion Celebration. I think I'm over Jericho. <laughs> I, I, had enough now. I was enough. over Jericho in 2000 when he fucking debuted in WWE. Don't get me wrong, right? I understand why he's got the title. I understand that he's, he's going to hold it until Moxley takes it off, him, which is fine. I like that he's trying to elevate the younger talent around him, so PMP are getting a rub, and Sammy's getting a rub, and Jake Hager's... Everybody gets a rub. <laughs> yeah, it's right. Front row gets rubbed. Why not? This segment kind of just felt flat to me. And then trying to, drag, trying to drag a fucking goat. Out <laughs> I'm fed up with them doing that. The animals, like, I really don't like that. No, so I don't. We've had, so we've had Pharaoh. We've had a horse, and now we've had a goat. What's going to be next? Next, 
A chinchilla. Orange Cassidy came out dressed as a turkey. <laughs> I read it to realize that wasn't a real turkey as well. Just uh, it's oh, it's like Jericho. I've never been a fan ever, and just this this was utter fucking trash from start to finish. I, it was I think seventeen minutes. I watched the first four minutes. And then I skipped to 10 minutes in, thinking this promo would be finished, and it was still fucking going. And and still, it was still going because they were talking to Ted So it's the epitome of jobs for the boys, right? Because not only not only did Virgil get on AWTV and do the worst fucking two-second promo I've ever heard, <laughs> he fucked up his line so bad, I'm sitting there going, why the fuck is the air? Why the fuck is the air? It was funny when he was in a video. Don't put him on TV. Uh, was, is that the guy that opened it? Yeah. yeah he was, uh, they called him something else because obviously they can't use Virgil. It's like some fucked up nickname thing. I don't know what yeah. the name is. Someone will put it in chat. Probably Dick. Give me that fuck money. Like that. Something Jones. Roadhouse Jones or something. Uh, <laughs> and then not only that, they put Jericho's dad on TV. What heat does he get? The audience went, huh? Uh, New York fucking hockey team thing on because they were in Chicago or whatever. It was like everybody was supposed to go boo, and everybody just sort of went, "Huh?" What? Well, no, 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 no. What they, <laughs> they did? What, no, what they did? They went, "Oh yeah, Jericho's dad used to be a hockey player." Oh yeah, because that's, that's, that's the sort of reaction they got. I didn't. Yeah, and then they tried stoking it up by going, "Yeah, they used to beat your black." Nobody cares. This is getting no heat. Jericho's dad's not going to get the match put someone over. <laughs> I just I couldn't. I lost it watching the first fifteen minutes, and I love AEW, and I'll defend them whenever they do something defendable. But this was mistake when I went. Fuck Jake Hager trying to cut the go through. Fuck Jericho talking too long. Fuck Virgil getting a job, and fuck Jericho's dad being in a box. Quick question. There's the name they've given him. It was funny in the video. It was not funny to watch him fuck up his lines. Uh, one, one question. When you saw this back, was the immediate reaction to you thinking, how the fuck is Matt going to, how the fuck am I going to have to explain this to Matt at the end of the week? <laughs> Literally watched it. Right, great. This is my first, like, official show or whatever. And Matt's sitting rubbing his fucking hands. I <laughs> fuck up, big style. Yeah. Uh, I... This first segment, I was like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's the fact as well that they tried to replicate a little bit of the 40. Oh, yeah. And then Joker went, huh. Yeah. Oh, also, who they've was got, they've got? They've bought a little bit of the bubbly.com and he's got his own bubbly now. Which you could have announced in Champagne next week. Him and Stephen Amell are printing money. It's the same way Cody did with like the American Nightmare wine and stuff. They are printing money. They sold out within like a day. Of the bubbly, like so, you can laugh, and I did laugh. Yeah. But Jared was all about getting fucking paid these days, and he is yeah. all that stupid bubbly. Like. But yeah. like we said, you could have announced it in champagne, champagne next week. Yeah, you know that would. Yeah, that'd have been funny. <laughs> um, but it finished with SEU and coming to the ring. Um, obviously, Justin Roberts was made to read a statement. No, no, no. So you say it finished with SEU coming to the ring, but no, no, SEU had stood outside the ring. <laughs> For 15 minutes listening to this shit. <laughs> Don't tell me they came to the ring. They were by the ring for 15 fucking minutes listening to this this fucking gash. And only after 15 minutes did they go, oh, for fuck's sake, we better oh, go. We better go now, yeah. Fuck <laughs> it. They were paralyzed by Soul Train's Jones for a month. We can't do this. Like, we can't let this go on anymore and jump in the ring and done. Oh, dear. 
The first oh. hour of this show was horrendous. I'll say it. There you go. Are you yeah, playing the Lucha Bros in that, mate? <laughs> Paul's Paul, also put yes. in the ch- in the chat. Yeah, Jr. After SCU got in the ring, said, "I wonder if they planned this." I mean, right. they've been standing by the ring. So, do minutes. any of you listen? I assume you don't. Um, do any of you listen to Jr.'s podcast? The Not very often. I, on on rare occasions, I'll listen to it. I couldn't give a fuck about what that man says. Okay. So I will listen. I listen to most of the Conrads. I don't really listen to the Tony Giovanni one, but I occasionally listen to that. I listen to the other three. So Eric Bischoff, Bruce, and JR. And a four, sorry, because I listen to Arns as well, because Arns class. Yeah. But uh, JR has openly said he doesn't get told what's happening. Like in WWE, all their commentators are prepped um, of who's debuting, what's happening, and they get the finishes. In AEW, they don't. They, they want natural reactions. Which is fine when you have a guy like Excalibur, who I actually think is a really good commentator. Yeah, I'm with you there. Yeah. Excalibur's there. Tony Schiavone, even, who is old, but he's good in that he accepts that he knows fuck off. Yeah. But JR, <laughs> I mean, determined that he's one of the best and he's great and all this shit. And he just hasn't got a clue. And I'll say this I'll wait for Chris to finish his drink. And I apologize if I offend this one. The man sounds like and seems like he has Alzheimer's or something. Like 99% of the time, he's useless. The This. The thing we're going to talk about, the Emmy Secura line, what the fuck? Well, yeah. we'll, not, we'll not reach that yet until we get further yeah, it's, but Like, every, every week, every week he says something stupid. It's not always he says something offensive, but it's it's getting to be fairly regular. Yep. But he, he clearly doesn't understand this modern brand of wrestling that we have now. He's clearly not interested in trying to learn about it. Why have you got him for the most modern in-ring style company that's out there at the moment, like... You... Bring out Taz. They're paying a lot of money. Bring out Taz. Yeah. So the reason they've got him is because he's a name that brings in the casuals. That's what... But at this point, he's bringing in the casuals and then offending everybody. I'm, not... see, I'm surprised he's not made mainstream news. Considering all the shit with Jim Cornette last week, I'm surprised none of this stuff's made any, any news yet. Oh, Jim no, Ross. What he said today or later in the show should have made mainstream news, but like the only person I seen tweeting about it was Sean Ross. Huh? No one else tweeted about it. It's because it's Jim Ross. Oh. Yeah, it is. It's because it's, it's, because it's Jim Ross. But you Jim can... Cornette, you jumped straight on it. Oh, Jim Cornette's being Jim Cornette again. Here, here we go. Whereas now, because Jim Ross is doing it, oh, I feel sorry for Jim. Let's not talk about this. It's kind of like, no, let's do talk about he needs, this. He needs to, he needs to be criticised. Yeah, and they need to do something about this quickly. Mm. Um, best Friends had a match against Lucha Bros and won. Don't give a fuck about the Best Friends. So the whole thing is Trent in New Japan, I think, was about to be pushed up to be sort of a main eventer. And there was a period where they were pushing him and he got injured. I think he was out for nine months or something. Like he fucked. I don't know what body part it was. But he was being pushed as a singles guy. He's come back and been with Trent. And I think the whole reason Cassidy is there is or not with Trent, obviously, but with Chucky, I think the whole thing is that Cassidy and Chuck are going to push off the tag, and Trent's going to slowly push into the upper mid-card and fill some of that gap that's there. Mm. That's why he's been getting the wins. He won in dark last week against Penta, I think, and he yeah. this week yeah. facing Phoenix in a singles match next week. So that's going to be building to him breaking off, maybe not breaking away from them. He'll still do the best of friends thing because that's over, but it's going to push him into the main event, and they're slowly trying to build him. But I don't like the Lucha Bros being the ones that he's being built on. Yeah, but I can see why they're doing it, because they're then saying, look, the Lucha Bros, yes, they were looking to be the best tag team 
in AEW, obviously they face the, 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 they face the books quite a lot of times. So they're seen as one of the better tag teams. But I think they're doing this to kind of say, oh, look, the Lucha Bros can be defeated and they're not good enough at the moment to go for tag team gold. I think that's why they've done it. But aren't they feuding with SCU as well? Or yeah. Yeah, because I think Penta's going to face um, Christopher Daniels. I don't know if it's next week or the week after. It was announced for one Lewis so anyway. I think Phoenix and Trent might be on dark next week or something, but anyway, they're booked as well. So. Yeah. Um, Why was Orange Cassidy dressed as a turkey? Because it was Thanksgiving. Fucking. That's, that's all you're getting out of it. Just roll past it, roll with it. It's okay. not like WWE haven't rolled out the gobbledygook or everything. <laughs> uh, like, I, I don't get Orange Cassidy at all. I'm not a fan what? of anything that he does. I, I just, <laughs> out. It's Orange just... Cassidy is a national treasure and you need to drop your mind. My, my, <laughs> my fear is they're going to overuse him and he's going to become stale. Yeah, probably. But... It's, yeah, just... I, I I don't particularly enjoy the, like, the, the, the tappy of the shins. Mm. The only thing that I've enjoyed was the suicide dive with the hands in the pockets. I thought that was fucking brilliant, but... The rest of it's just a bit shit. What was the thing that... Uh, there was something last week, I forgot to talk about it. He, he, he was in the, the bathroom, wasn't he? Joe, oh, yeah. He was in a bathroom, just stood there. But there was one last week where he was in the Battle royal, uh, and um, <laughs> Jungle Boy was picking at his hair. <laughs> just like being Tarzan and picking food out of his hair and eating it and flicking it at the crowd. What? <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh, but it did. You saw, of course, because obviously you watched the edited version. Yeah, cheers. Um, Shida and Statlander had a tag team match against Amy Sakura and B Priestley. They have to send Statlander. Statlander is fucking fantastic and has so much potential. Yes, this is the only time I've ever seen her, and I thought she was brilliant. Well, let's see him. We're on the Amy Sakura bit. Uh, so Jim Ross's exact line as Emmy Sakura is coming down to the ring is I've never seen Freddie Mercury so oriental uh, Asian uh, female and you could just tell Excalibur died on the spot <laughs> this is the second time the air. what are you doing man what are you doing <laughs> This is the second time you've said it tonight, and I still want to vomit. It just—it has to bring it up. Like Jim Ross can sue me if he wants. There's fucking probably thousands of people that have seen it. It's fucked up, and it's just yeah. Like, where does like? Why does he think that's okay? (laughs) Other than that, it was a great match, and I actually think that lander stood out quite well. They're finally. Building a women's division away from the title picture. I don't know where Rio is. She's not been on TV for a couple of weeks at this point. On dark glass. Ah, right. Okay. Something that's that's worth pointing out here is they're addressing it because they've been criticised for not building a women's division or certainly something else on the title picture. And they're at least now addressing it and giving storylines and giving backstories and sort of reasons for matches now, which is a very good thing. So at least they're actually taking feedback on board and they're actually trying to implement something. Rather than WWE would be just going, ah, fuck you, we do it what we want. Yeah, so yeah. on Dark as well, I don't think any of you guys watched Dark, but on <laughs> Dark they did a, they did a pre, pre-match pre package for your girl Shanna, the Portuguese girl. 
um, they said. And she got a pre-match package sort of building up her story in wrestling and how she almost quit and how WWE told her. She didn't mention WWE, but they said the other company when she had tried for them told them the camera added 10 pounds and she was too heavy and didn't look right and stuff like that. Um, and then Big Swole got a counter promo before as well. She got like time in the mic and went, all of us had sad stories. We all got here. And she mentioned she's overcome. There's a disease. I don't know what the disease was. But like basically, we've all got sad stories, bitch. I'm here to fight. And then the two of them went out and had a class match. So I like that they're starting to do that. I would like to see some of them build up promos on the main show as well as Dark. Mm. Um, but I mean, maybe they're just testing the water with Dark. Because I get the feeling that Dark, Dark with Dark, they can try stuff. It's, it's almost the equivalent yeah. of a house show, in effect, where they can try it, test it on an audience, test it on a live audience and a public audience via YouTube or wherever it's released. And then, okay, they can utilize and take the best bits and snip it out, what the best bits of work putting on the, uh, on the main product. Yeah, well, which, which is a clever way of assume, doing things. I assume Dark doesn't get anywhere near the amount of views that their their weekly show gets. But like you say, exactly that they use it as a platform to to have a look and see whether they can then bring these things on or whether it gets too much backlash in the comments because it is YouTube that's on, isn't it? Yeah, indeed. Um, but this match was won by Sakura and Priestley. Um, it was a distraction with uh, Sakura's microphone that allowed. The uh, the win to to happen. I can't remember who pinned. Was Priestley who pinned? Satlander took the pin, didn't she? Pardon? I think Satlander or Satlander. Yeah, she did. Which is good because you don't want your number two ranked female wrestler in Shida be. Oh, she's number one, I think, isn't she? Contender. And she's number one contender. Um, Get pinned and therefore lose all of her momentum because obviously they're going for Riho Shida, I think. Yeah. I, I heard that as Kushida the first time you said it, and then I got really confused. Kushida is the number one contender for the AEW Women's Title. What? What? Where? Oh, yeah, I'm going wrong somewhere here. Cheers, mate. Um, then Cody had a match against Matt Nix. I assume Matt Nix is a jobber. Yeah, he's just he's not saying he was just a local talent brought in the. I assume so. Can, the, crowd, why, why is, the crowd knew who he was because I did local. Yeah, yeah, a local guy. Why? Um, why is Cody having a match against a jobber? I mean, yes, he says about him to win. Yeah, but why? Storyline terms. Why is he having a match? They need to give him a win. Well, it set up the end, didn't it? I think it was his first match back from injury, so they just gave him a jobber rather than having uh, one of their roster talent eat a pin. Yeah. And um, so it was just jobber came in and had a pin, and then they really fucked up the introduction of a tag team that's sort of known on the indies but not well known. Yeah, so after the match, it was um, an attack from the Blade and the Butcher um, being joined by Ali, who seems to have this new... Not, not to overly shit on uh, JR again, because we did a lot <laughs> of it, But JR had no fucking clue who either of them were. and He didn't know it was happening. He tried his best to like go, oh, it's the Butcher and the Blade, and JR was just like, huh? And... <laughs> <laughs> And this is where the not telling the debuting people to the the guy who hasn't watched any wrestling for 20 years comes back to bite them in the ass because JR's like, what is going on? Who are these people? Excalibur's there trying his best to put them over and JR's just like, huh, what? Huh? Huh? There's a thing this week on Twitter as well which talked about this because he replied directly to somebody. Yeah. 
but I'm trying to look for it now. Sorry, Space, oh, I can't oh, interrupt you. On Twitter, what you will find is Angry Rants, and he's liking his WWE porn account. <laughs> All hitting on females, and possibly you'll find one angry reply he's got when he's done drunk. But while you're searching for that anyway, um, this thing, I like the fact that they've brought this tag team in. It's another tag team that'll be lower down. Someone other than the Dark Order that can be seen as almost heels and lower down that can like fight the face teams. They have yeah. a lot of their face. Um, I like that they put Ali with them. Obviously, Ali's married to the Blade, uh, who's been TNA, but it keeps Ali the fuck away from the ring because, as we found out, Ali's not great in the ring. I think her two matches she's had for AEW have been a bit sloppy. And I think she must have been carried by Rosemary for a lot of her impact run. Um, yes. Keeps her away, but it also builds on the theory. I don't know if I mentioned it on the podcast or I mentioned to you guys outside of this, but if you look at the last time we seen Ali before she came out as a dark bunny, it was when Austin Kong attacked her with Brandy and they cut her. Yes. So there is the potential to build on that. Um, obviously, whenever Austin Kong attacks someone, if when she cuts their hair, they have some sort of traumatic change, it might not necessarily be Bray Wyatt's to fucking pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fuck, past gimmicks. But I like that, and I like the fact that she's now gone. She's Dark Bunny, which is where her best mic work and stuff was, and she's got two heaters and her husband and your man to go and do her work. So if they keep her out of the ring, kind of what they've done with Brandy, I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. I still think they could have done it in promo, uh, in promo videos, promoting that the Butcher and the Blade were coming and doing, having them sitting in a dark room, cutting promos, etc., etc., build it up. But I understand why they tried to do it in <laughs> Chicago with a smart market. It just hasn't worked for me. Yeah, it may have given JR a chance to look out who the fuck they are. <laughs> yeah, so, so Jim Ross um, Jim Ross quoted a tweet from All Elite Wrestling, which was about the Butcher and the Blade. Uh, he says, getting my spaldings busted for not knowing who the Butcher and the Blade were Wednesday night on AEW on TNT. In brackets, hate to break this to some, but I wasn't supposed to know. He then got a, re- a reply from Derek Montilla, who is verified. Don't know who that is. Um, some probably sports-related podcast somewhere. Um, he replied with, well, you've got Excalibur over here next to you, who is apparently best buddies with them, which then Jim Ross was just like, yeah, but like I said, none of us were supposed to know. Yeah, but you need to know who your talent are for when they come into the ring to pick them up. If you think about it, when Kane debuted, people didn't go, who's this man in a mask? J- JR's not sat there going, who's this? What? K- His name's Kane? Glenn Jacobs? What? what? Who? He's the brother of The Undertaker. What? Really? Oh, fire. Diesel got a mask on. Why has Diesel got a mask on? I'm reading here, he likes fire. But what? yeah, like, that's not how it was played. It was like, oh my God, that's his brother Kane. It was like bigging it up. That's what you need to do, Jim. Not sit there going, who's this? <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? What? <laughs> no, no, it's people who this. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> That's funny. Um, apparently, we had Kenny Omega in a pack match again because you haven't seen that. Fantastic that match. Was fire. Match. It, was, it was. Before Matt says it, it was a fantastic match and it ended in a roll up. <laughs> no, 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 but, but a meaningful uh, one and it yeah, made sense. Yes, one, I'm fine with it. Yeah, and uh, like, um, 
the longer it goes on, the less I'm getting annoyed about the roll-ups because also we're not just getting flippy matches. We're getting a variety of different types of matches now, which is good. We're not just getting private party dancing around for fucking 45 minutes and then having a roll-up. We're getting actual matches. That's one for this week's episode of Matt enjoying AEW, ladies and gentlemen. But yeah, like this, this match was good, but why are we having it again? Uh, because Kenny demanded it last week, didn't he? Why? Uh, because he needs to get some wins, doesn't he? Kenny's trying to go on his redemption run. Uh, basically, what I think is going to happen is Moxley's going to end up getting the title off Jericho. Jericho's going to go and do his New Japan thing with... Uh, is it Tanahashi he said the fake for the title? I think so. Yes. So when he's off doing that, Moxley's going to have the title. And then you're going to have Kenny chasing Moxley. And I think it's going to end in a singles match, not like a big death match. Fucking, I'm going to rip up so, and Penn Jervy and the exploding dynamite. Death on a pole match. You yeah. think in the next couple of weeks, Jericho's going to lose the title? Uh, Jericho will definitely lose it before Wrestle Kingdom. There's no way AEW let their champion go lose to Tanahashi on another program with their belt. There's not a chance. Completely of that. agree. Mm-hmm. Because I think Tanahashi is not far from retiring, I'd say. Well, what, what is on one final run? New Japan are going to give Jericho the fucking title because Okada would eat their lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, I can't see anybody at TNT or anybody at AAW letting them take the title off Jericho at the moment because he's a Moxley. Just, um, He's a merch merch seller. Moxley's not a merch seller. And this week he was just Dean Ambrose. What? He, he literally <laughs> he waited for it. Like, uh, like the whole criticism of WWE, or one of the big criticisms is even if the wrestlers are coming through the crowd, they've somehow got somebody in Gorilla to press the play for their music. Moxley Moxley waits for his music to hit and then comes out through the crowd. It's literally shitty. He might as well have had Roman Reigns. And Seth Rollins with him, and called himself the Shield. I mean, what that a is... fucking stupid thing for them to do. All they needed to do was do the all-out thing again, where he comes through the crowd, somebody notices it, the next person notices it, and all of a sudden the crowd goes deathly silent, and then you get the murmuring of some somebody's coming down to the ring. But no, it's music had to hit so that they could get them try and get the music, which is fucking terrible. <laughs> all of their music is fucking terrible. They, all, they, all they're trying to do is get their music over, and it's stupid. If they'd have um, just had him come through the crowd, can I, can it would have been so much better. You're can I put in? <laughs> I was going to say, he's moaning about the music, but these are bands that have been asked by the talent to make them. Yeah, well, Darby Allen, Darby Allen's theme was released this week, and that's an actual band. Yeah, I'm going to release it right now, Matt, as well. See, in the next three years, all of NXT's themes are going to be made by your guy, Josiah Williams, who does wrestling flow. I like his music. Yeah. I fucking He's hate He's going it. to be the new C-Force. Oh, oh, like going to be him rapping over them. Get ready for it. Yeah, and I will criticize. If that happens, I will happily <laughs> criticize it because it's fucking trash. Like, the opening to this week's NXT was oh, fucking Oh, we're still on AEW and Mark. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like, I... Like, I uh, <laughs> I completely agree though because his music his music hit and people were stood in the crowd going what? whose music is because they don't know his music, music anymore 
No one knows his music. If it wasn't a warm title match, he was coming down to scout slash interrupt, then I agree with your point. They shouldn't have hit his music. But you've got Chris Jericho, who is your number one star in the ring, with Scorpio Sky, who's an up-and-comer, a member of a popular group in Chicago. Fucking SCU were made in Chicago because of ROHs. They're fucking massive there. So you've two big names. You have to draw attention to the fact that Ambrose is there or Moxley. And fucking comes down the ramp, the entire crowd's going to go, what the fuck is John Moxley doing here? They don't need music. Have you watched AEW at all? He's always came from the crowd. He did that in Japan as well. Yeah, that's his whole thing. Not happy. Do you even watch that, Matt? (laughs) Fucking. Yeah, do you even watch that? Fucking, are you sitting by corn? I'm sorry. Fucking week um, one of being a permanent member and he's shooting fucking... Ev- shooting for the every- That's what I was brought here for. Story <laughs> <laughs> to annoy the hell out of you, Matthew. Um, before we Injected get into the main event... of poison to the Bad Bookers podcast. I <laughs> changed the culture or whatever that shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, before we get talking about the main event and then subsequently NXT... Um, Dynamite, Diamond Ring, Hangman Page versus MJF. Um, MJF won. Um, what a shit match this was. <laughs> it was trash. It was a, it was a bit, It was just a uh, man match. Yeah, who's, his, who's his mate? What's yeah. his mate called? Wardlow. Yeah, he's fucking awful. <laughs> well, what do you expect? He's not really having matches, is he? He's Alex much- Reed. He's muscle. Alex Riley, not Alex Reed. Alex, I was gonna say he's like <laughs> Damien. He's like Damien Mizdow. Oh, I'll have. I'm gonna say a bad one about Damien Mizdow. What is the big Welsh comp that WWE had for a while? Uh, what? He was really shit. He was just jacked as fuck. Tonko. No, he's not. Welsh. Back. No. Oh, Dennis. No, no, fuck's it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Are you literally typing Welsh cunt in WWE? <laughs> Mason Ryan. Mason Ryan. Yeah, that cunt. It was like when they need him. He's not a big cunt that's there to be a hater. That's all he's there for. MJF will be us talking. This cunt will Jake Hager outside the ring and cause people matches. That's what he's there for. He's not there to put on five-star Tokyo Dome main events with Kenny Omega. Everybody has their place. <laughs> And his place is away from my fucking eyes. I mean, why can't well, we you can always get the product I've got the shots ready. <laughs> <laughs> yes, MJF won this match. It was all the way to get the ring on the MJF. Uh, they revealed that they're going to do it every year. So MJF has that ring. I don't know if he's defender or whatever, uh, but there will be another battle royale next year. And the ring's oh. gone up in price by... I think eight thousand dollars since last week. It was thirty seven thousand last week and now it's forty five thousand. Well diamond prices skyrocket every once in a while, you know what I mean? Fluctuate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do that every week and you come out and go, it's the fifty six thousand dollar, the one million dollars you just raise the price every week as part of the game. <laughs> MJF was also uh big big announcement today as well, hasn't he? What oh yeah, he never wrestled Cody. Yes. He like, probably bigged it up as well. It was like a 24 hours, 24 hours time, big reveal, big big news. And we were like, oh. You had it up, you big Mark. It was fucking brilliant. I loved it. It, was, it was great. It I thought it was And the fact that he did it in the style of Cody's note, no Cody's note about who he wanted to fight when he left WWE. Yeah. Was people at MJF will never wrestle. 
Cody. Let's break first, whether MJF will wrestle Cody or whether Cody wrestles for the title. <laughs> if you never in both these scenarios, which one will break first? I mean, clearly Cody. Title, to be honest. No, Co- Cody will wrestle MJF before their next big pay-per-view. Or, or at, at their next, yeah. pay, next big pay-per-view. Because otherwise, he's literally got nothing to do. Or it's an unsanctioned match. And therefore, it doesn't count as a wrestling match. Mm, or if, I mean, if they do that, fuck them. I'm not watching <laughs> anymore. <laughs> fuck them watching anyway. <laughs> I do want... I've watched it. I've watched every fucking show that they've put out so far. Even if sometimes it's so bad, I forget about it. Can you win a title in an unsanctioned match? No, because the title is sanctioned by the company. You can't have a title match in an unsanctioned match. You can have a no DQ match, which is the same thing, but not. Cheers, Jeff. <laughs> uh, Dustin Rhodes um, was about to do a promo and then got attacked by the inner circle. He was then helped by the young books. They all gave shattered dreams because, you know, that's fun. That's setting up the match for next week, though. Um, I, I don't particularly enjoy Dustin in the ring at the minute. He's, he should be doing his backstage producing agent sort of role he's doing. But it's mm-hmm. set up the match next week, which is the Bucks and Dustin against Sammy and PMP. So that'll yeah. be a deep Event. Are they no, are they actually calling them posters and packaging now? Is that is that literally what they're proud calling? and powerful? You absolutely that's racist, man. It's proud and powerful from Puerto Rico, and you're calling them that, Jesus. <laughs> Wolf, racially insensitive. Wolf. <laughs> I, I don't know what to say now. No, I uh, just say fuck the Puerto Ricans. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, that wasn't already fucking the podcast. This is live on Twitch on Chris's channel. Full disclaimer. Full disclaimer. Fuck everybody, not just the rest of us. Full disclaimer. Fuck everybody, not just the Puerto Ricans. I'm pulling the. Uh, All right, Trump, let's move on, shall we? <laughs> uh, World Championship Scorpio Sky versus Jericho. What do we think? That's okay. It's fine, um, match. It got to see a bit more Scorpio Sky on his own, which I hadn't seen much of before. Suitably impressed. Very good match. Mm. Yeah. Again, they're setting Scorpio up for when he can go and do his own thing in the mid-card slash upper mid-card. Not bad. It's done what it was supposed to be. Yep. And then we had Moxley at the end just stare down from the crowd. So, yeah, a- and- <laughs> yeah. NXT, full disclaimer, I haven't watched it. So oh, I have. I've watched it as well. Um, <laughs> I've seen the highlights. Let's go. Um, yeah. Right. Before before we start, just like Toaster can't defend the start of AEW, I can't defend the start of NXT. What the fuck are you... All of your faces and heels coming out together with some twat dancing around and spouting shit. Can we talk about Josiah Williams taking Triple H's place? So Josiah Williams, who I actually like from Wrestling Flow, like I've listened to a lot yeah. of the song he did before like he moved to WWE. I actually thought the song he did with Adam Cole, was that he done Adam Cole's song at one point? It was decent as well. I think it's worked good. He signed officially to WWE. I, I honestly think he's going to take over CFOS's role once CFOS sort of drifts yeah. out. But when he did Triple H's line, I know the We Are NXT line or whatever, 
I physically cringed. I was just like, Josiah, no. Cause, cause no, no, no. Don't, Josiah, don't be doing that. No, no, no. I, I get it. It's, it's cause his voice doesn't have that sort of gruff energy. I mean, what's the name? Because <laughs> he's five, yes. Um, the th- the thing that I liked the most out of the entire the entire bit of the opening bit, watch Pete Dunn. Yeah, just I saw everyone what, else I saw is Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn just no sells the entire thing. He's like, yeah. I'm just walking down here. Yeah, I did say that because Will Osprey retweeted it, and Will Osprey was like, "Peter, please never change." <laughs> Tell me this wasn't just a knockoff of what Seth did on Raw. Yeah, I mean, it just let's get all the guys out. And then, won, like, baby. you come out and go, what the fuck are you talking about? We're the reason we won. Awkwardly pans the red dragon who lost their match, but will say nothing. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, well, then at that point, it cuts to uh, what the Undisputed Era theme hits. And then the four of them stand up, they go, no, it's all we did all of it. You didn't do anything. It was us. And obviously, that's all bollocks. Yeah. But that set up uh, Baller coming out and getting his match later on with Kiampa and stuff, which, which is fine if that's what it's going to set up. Yes. Both you're supposed to be talking now. Yeah, but I haven't watched it, so I don't. So it started with the NXT Tag Team Championship match, apparently. Yes, no, it didn't. Well, I didn't watch it, so what are you telling me okay. to do this bit for? The original segment uh, was all that bollocks come out, Pete Don no sold it. Undisputed Era come out and chat shit. So then suddenly, out of the whole roster being there, there's only Riddle, Kiampa, Dijakovic, and fucking Lee in the ring. So it's the, basically the war games teams, essentially, yeah. and staring off at each other. And then fucking Dijakovic and stuff are chatting shit. Balor comes out. He chats shit, saying he's the man that's going to stand in Kiampa's way, blah, 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 blah. And then Keith Lee cuts him out and goes, right, okay, you can stand this way later on, bitch, basically. But <laughs> uh, I want to now. So suddenly... Those Bobby Fish and Kellerelli go down and they start the match. They cut to an advert break and they come back and Bobby Fish is nowhere to be seen. And Roderick Strong's in the ring in a pair of jeans. And it's like, oh yeah, so they allowed that they allowed them to change because he's injured. And my only thoughts were the whole point of submission moves in matches technically, if you're not putting people to sleep, are to injure them to where they can't compete. So Bobby Fish gets injured in the match and suddenly it's Although they can free bird and just send fucking Roderick Strong down. I did not like that. I think that's bullshit. And it's <laughs> Had the match actually started? Had yes, the bell and, rung? The, and, and this is the thing. The match starts before the advert break. Yep. And Bobby Fish, I think, started in the ring even. Yep. So, um, yeah. So, he's been part of the match. And then in an advert break, which doesn't make the network. It do, it's not even one of the picture-in-picture ones where on the, on the um, USA network. And we come back, and Roderick Strong's there in jeans, and they've got rid of Bobby. So basically, Bobby Fish got thrown over the top rope yeah. and landed awkwardly on his knee. He's fine. By and the way. he was looked at by medical professionals who said, I don't think he should go back into the ring. And they realized that they still had a 20 minute match to, to get through. And it probably wasn't justifiable that on his own, Kyle O'Reilly could go up against Lee and. Dijakovic, so they then decided to bring Roddy Strom in, and you're right, it's in the like, how can you, you can't do that you can't, in, in no other, like, it's never happened, like, if you picked if, uh, Matt, the New Day Moxley's music playing in the crowd <laughs> you, you can't yeah. defend this at all it, it, no it's, it's fucking stupid the, 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 the only thing they could have done is they could have gone right, okay, Bobby Fish is unable to continue 
And then Roddy's, and then, I don't know, say William Regal comes out. I mean, obviously, Bobby Fish may or may not have been injured legitimately, I don't know, but he's perfectly fine now. Um, had they done that and restarted the match, had Regal announced it was a restart and it was a different match in the other match been Yeah, cast, yeah, yeah, okay. Right. Roddy, get out there, you know, you you go help your friend. And, Rod, and then Roddy goes out and, yeah, that, that would have been fine. Because now every WWE match we ever talk about when there's a submission used, if Becky uses his, her arm breaker or whatever disarmor, the whole point of her move is you tap out or I break your arm and you won't be able to continue. I'm now going to go, well, sure, let's just substitute Charlotte in. <laughs> you just bring Charlotte. Where's Bailey? Fucking get someone down. Swap them out. Call your mate. Fucking we can get fiend in. Go on, get the fiend in there. It doesn't matter, does it? Yeah. Yeah, it was stupid. It was... Like to be fair, I quite enjoyed the match, but that did spoil it a bit. I just, I, I, I couldn't wrap my head around it physically. And then, like Nigel, by the way, Nigel McGuinness, who is a hard bastard from England, shouting, "Roddy wasn't even ready. He could warm up. He's still in his pants." And I'm like, "Fuck's sake, Nigel!" <laughs> oh, Nigel, <laughs> big Nigel. I, I, I love Nigel McGuinness. Nigel McGuinness and Excalibur would be the perfect, perfect duo. Can we just talk about how much better commentary was with Tom Phillips this week? Right, so I, I've got to say this, right? I shit on Moro because Moro overshadows people. I don't know if I feel comfortable continuing to shit yeah. on him as hard as we did, just knowing that the man has a mental illness and he's suffering and he's yeah, gone. Yeah, it, it's, it's not a good idea. <laughs> but but, but it, I, I, I do think we... Because we, we half addressed it last week. We half addressed this uh, this Corey situation last week. Well, the thing that I read, the thing that I've read is in all of his time as a commentator, no matter where he's been, he's never had to have time away until until they they got to WWE. Yeah. Um, So, Ben, I've just seen your comment. I don't want you to think we're ignoring you. Um, Yes, I completely agree. You can be critiqued. Um, One of the things we do, I say we, I'm only just joined the podcast. But one of the things it's done is sort of we take the piss of issues and just it's all a laugh and we don't actually hate people. And Matt actually likes AEW. You should see the text he sends people. He's in love with them all. <laughs> <laughs> it's all for banter. And for banter purposes, we would definitely lay in tomorrow because there's things that can be critiqued and changed. But it's all banter and it's about trying to make the audience laugh and, and make ourselves laugh and just have a bit of banter. I personally just don't feel comfortable making... making a joke out of his situation he's in at the minute. He's not on the product because he's suffering from mental health issues, which is not going to be laughed about. Um, I have friends and family that suffer from it, so I personally wouldn't like to go in and go hard at him at the minute. And that's all I was saying. We yeah. weren't trying to do anything else. And yes, absolutely, if you have issues, you can't be critiqued. But personally, for myself, I can't speak for the rest of I don't feel comfortable going in on Morrow because he's not there because of that. Tom no. did a brilliant job this yeah. week, absolutely. Yeah, and that, when I was saying like I enjoyed the commentary more without with Tom there, it, like uh, exactly the same. It's a it's a massive shame that Mauro is is out, and it's because of mental health issues. But I just I I enjoyed the commentary this week more than I have since they've been on USA Network, and I think unfortunately Mauro not being there is is part of that and. I know that it's you know it, there was a it wasn't just Corey Graves there was a lot of criticism he got on Twitter over that weekend which led led to him having a breakdown which is it it's it, it's it's not fair on him in terms of 
he struggles to take it because he's not only does he suffer from anxiety and depression, but he's also bipolar. bipolar yeah. um, I mean, have which, you seen Bipolar Rock and Roller, his documentary? I haven't, and I will it's, go away and watch that. Watch it. It's staggering. I've, um, I, I, I think I've seen it twice now. So I saw a lot of snippets of it, and the, the whole documentary is on YouTube, about 55 minutes long, and you see into the mind of and how he works and, and his preparations and things like that, and how everything is taken to heart so seriously. And and how he does that alongside, uh, I don't know. It's just it, it's it's fascinating. Mm. Um, back to NXT. Yeah. Um, Mansoor appeared and had a match. Right. So going out right side made me think immediately: Is there a Saudi show coming up? <laughs> Mansoor's only two appearances in the company have been on the Saudi shows because he he's from Saudi Arabia, isn't he? He's been on it before, but. Has he been on it before? Sorry, yeah, he has, yeah, he has been on NXT before, and um, not yeah. long after he was. So they, well, they announced that they got talent from Saudi Arabia, didn't they? Um, and oh, then okay. he, that's when they had the thing with Davari, and it was Iran and Saudi Arabia, which yeah. was fun. Um, I think, and then not long after that, I think, I think it was about six months later, he had a match, but it wasn't a long one, or just usual jobber. I think he's grown his shit, which is fine because that's what NXT is technically. Now it's main roster, but it's still for developing stars, which is fine. They're putting time into him. But I also think Mickey Nichols absolutely fucked Shane Thorne. Like, Mickey Nichols, I want to go home to Australia. I don't want to be here. I just want to go home and be with my family. Next minute, he's touring with New Japan. And Shane Thorne is now in the WWE, getting that WWE money, fair enough. But he had potentially be a huge tag team. And now he's having to rebuild himself as a singles wrestler, which is difficult considering he'd been on the Indies for about 10 years as a tag team wrestler. Because mm. mm-hmm. Mikey Nichols is doing quite well in New Japan as well, isn't he? Yeah, New Japan had told him, are you available? And he's like, not at the minute, but let me see. <laughs> suddenly he wanted to quit to go home to Australia and then he was on New Japan he's doing well. So fair play to him, but yeah. I just think it's left Shane Thorne in a bit of a difficult situation. It has because Shane Thorne's he's not not to say not to speak ill of him. He's not he's not bad. He's a decent wrestler, but he's just yeah. got nothing going for him. He's got no character. He's used sporadically as many talent are on NXT. You look at Kona Reeves. I know where I don't like Kona Reeves, but that's a bad example. Um, but you kind of get the idea. It's. It's difficult for him. It I'm is. hoping they put him in a tag team in the next three months or so, and that's where he flourishes. He's a tag team wrestler. He's not necessarily strong in the mic or got a strong personality, but if you put him with someone, it'll work. As long yeah. as it's a decent team. The match um, was a bit meh. Yeah. It was an okay match. It was, a, it was just a, an all right match. It was yeah. an elongated gate squash at the end of the day, wasn't it? It was only about four minutes long. That's, that's yeah. what NXT is, though, these days. It's let's have three or four matches of main storyline stuff, both men and women, and then we'll have some jobber matches. In, well, they have in to. Queen. Well, they have to. They, they, they can't have every, every match can't have a story behind it. No, it I has know. To, it, has to, it has to be segmented and broken up. Every, it's been like that for donkey's years. It's how wrestling's written. Yeah. yeah, And it also means that at any one time, if they get a horrific injury in the main event scene, they've got a couple of people that they're sort of, they've they've had a couple of pushes in that they've won a few yeah. squash matches. They can then heat them up a little bit more and get them into that um, 
that few. It's, I mean, AEW are doing the same thing. They've got yeah. guys that if if they had any injuries, they could just give them another couple of more high profile matches, get them win it, and they're all of a sudden ready to go into that main event scene. It's yeah. it's, it's wrestling one hundred and one. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dakota Kai and Candice LeRae, I believe, had a match. I like this match, but Candice LeRae nearly fucking killed herself in a spot where she tried... Was it a drop kick she tried to do to the outside or something? And she smashed herself off the bottom rope and looked like she was going to break her neck? Uh, no, it was... A, she tried to do a German suplex onto the heart of this part of the ring and missed and twisted slightly. Well, then she fucked two spots because there was a spot where she nearly drop kicked and she hit the bottom rope and her neck near Brooke. Um, so that's two different... <laughs> yeah, that, that I like Candice. She's a great wrestler. Yeah. But it was yeah. just obvious that... No, you're right. There was a drop kick as well. Mental. But yeah, the, the first one, if you watch it, she tried to do a German suplex. But when she dropped backwards, she twisted slightly, dropped uh, what's-the-name on the back of her head on the outside, and she missed, and, and like her arm hit the ring, and she kind of twisted wow. and rolled sideways. Yeah, it, it... That's when Beth Phoenix gave us the greatest add-on to the hardest part of the ring. She was like, that's the hardest part of the ring because it's where all the metal meets on the outside. And I was just like, we're expanding on the classic. I love it. Oh, man. In-depth analysis right there. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, she always been odd. Oh, sorry. In, one, in the earlier match, she was talking about Dejkovic and was like 6'7". And she almost made her comment, he's not 6'7 anymore, but they were chopping at his legs. And I was waiting on I was like, yes, give it to me. Feed me the not 6'7 on the floor. Did she make any obscure references to Edge this week without naming Edge? Uh, I don't think so. Because that's I didn't did notice any. Yeah, I don't think she did. I didn't notice it's any. It's usually one an episode, isn't there? It's like, sure oh, you're talking to somebody at home. Yeah, it's called your husband. Uh, wasn't any of Cool. Um, but this match was won by Candice LeRae, I believe, via disqualification. Yeah, she got hit by uh, Tegan Knox's fucking brace. So Dakota Kai is carrying the, le- the knee brace around like a weapon. Yeah. And she smashed Candice with it. This, sounds like, this sounds like something from Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Champ. Never! <laughs> um, WWE rehashing storyline. Well, I never. I mean, it never if, happened. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm just. I mean, I can't. No, we've moved on from AEW. I can't just say all of their stuff is just rehashed of the 80s, but it is. Okay. You can't say it, but you said it anyway. That's why. That's all, mate. Uh, Cruiserweight Championship. I want to say something. So. I, I'm actually starting to enjoy Leo Rush in the ring. Yes. Uh, so this, was, match, yeah. this match was quality. I thought Tozawa was fucking class. And I thought considering he was jobbed out and said like a minute on Raw, for him to go from that to having, what is it, about at least 15 minutes with Leo? And the yeah, two of them put on a match, hell yeah. of a match. There's a couple of little spotty bits. Um, but other than that, I'd say probably the second best match I watched on TV this week. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um... I do, I do like how he he still wore his raw shirt coming out to the ring. He wore his raw shirt, put it down. as like he's still showing respect to his brand. Yeah, was to win he's wearing his red brand. as well. Hmm? His his ring gear was like red and white as well. Yeah, so yeah. That was a nice yeah, um, yeah. I, Leo is really over with the NXT crowd, isn't he? I mean, he's really over with them. And he's become he's become like a a, a proper favorite, and I, I I enjoy that. He's incredibly good in the ring. I like how he took he took um two two frog splashes to win at the end though. Mm. Because he landed one, but he realised he was backside. And okay, right, go do it again and make sure. 
And I like that they nailed the German suplex to Leo outside spot without killing each other. And yes. um, so Tozawa hit him, and I think Leo does like a flip. And Nigel was quick to go, Oh, you see there that uh, Leo knew he was going to get hit his head, so he's done a flip in the air so that he hits stomach first. I was like, Go on, Nigel. Yeah. Well played, your fucking expert knowledge. <laughs> you are a ledge. Well covered. Um, Zia Lee and Vanessa Bourne. Okay, so Zia Lee, again, similar stuff to what I said last time. Why? Uh, Vanessa Bourne, they hyped this match up on commentary. Like, you'd have thought it was Stone Cold versus The Rock. <laughs> they hyped this, this, the feud got. And this match is because two weeks ago, Zia Lee broke this girl's nose. And I'm like, okay, so you're pointing out that, like, she botched the kick. She didn't <laughs> botch the kick. Um, if, no, if she, you... she didn't, but, like, that's what they were trying to hint at, that she. Yeah fucking smash this girl's nose and you're like right cool and and people were like who's Ali uh, because really who Vanessa <laughs> Bourne to me is just as bad as Ali in the ring and I can see why they're paired together they're like probably friends in catering or something can I just <laughs> say the, 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 the overriding thing of all of this is that really sad picture of Aaliyah with her face covered yeah. in blood out and she's looking so sad in the camera I'm like why would you show that <laughs> no, it's because that was the whole reason for this match. For yeah. the board demanded the match because the friend was made to look sad and bleeding. It's, it's all <laughs> fucking fake anyway. Because basically, Aaliyah needs a nose job. Oh, so why? Why does she need a nose job, Matt? Go, Go into details. <laughs> I don't know. She she's going off for <laughs> surgery on her nose because no, they kicked off. So they, is it definitely no surgery and not WWE health plan tit implants? No, it's it's definitely <laughs> it's definitely Hi, a nose surgery. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely because, a nose surgery. She's already had the breast implants. Because apparently Aaliyah needs something else to make her relevant on NXT because all the three million t- attempts before have failed. No, I don't think she'll ever be relevant. She's I exactly, I'm making a joke, Matthew. I actually think that this team of shit wrestlers are essentially what WWE, or not WWE, AEW are doing with Leva Bates. It's like they're having a jobber. They're trying to give them a character. Her character is, I got kicked in the face and had an owie. And her mate's character is, I'm going to avenge my mate. No, I got beat by this tiny <laughs> girl again. And then for a second, I, I feared for NXT. For a second, it looked like they were building Shayna versus Jay Lee for the next title. And I was like, dear God, please give me this because I will bury Matt. And they let Jay Lee fucking like, have a wee bit of, like, bit of fucking moves in and Shayna. And she fought off the horsewomen who are still terrible. Um <laughs> And then it was like, no, wait, okay, uh, Shane is there. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, sure. But no, I just, I can't, I can't do it. Um, Matt, defend this segment. I can't, I can't, I've, I've said, <laughs> both, both shows this week were fucking, pos- I think this was pro- probably the worst NXT since they've been on the USA Network, and I think it was also probably the worst AEW show. The thing that's saving NXT at the minute is that they have now they've sort of three semi feuds built up that I was concerned about. I was hoping NXT would do something big after Survivor Series because obviously Survivor Series kind of ended a lot of their storylines. I'm glad that they've sort of set up the Finn, Kiampa, Adam Cole triangle that we'll talk about later. Yeah. Uh, Dijakovic and Keith Lee are sort of teaming together, but they're teaming and sort of hate each other, so that's good. And then the bit that happened after this match where Rhea came down 
Rhea versus Baszler set up. That's three good feuds that they can build around. They just yeah. need to get Roddy involved in something, and then you've got four feuds that you can build your TV till the next takeover run. And that's yeah. kind of what they needed to do this week. Yeah, well, I, I imagine that the 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 Roddy Strong feud will come in the next few weeks. Like, I think they probably panicked yeah, a little bit. I, they've already done that. They've done that at a takeover. I don't think it'll be that. I would imagine Velveteen Dream and Johnny Gargano are both back before the next takeover, which is February. So I would imagine it'll be one of them. I don't think we've seen Strong versus Dream. I can't remember seeing Strong maybe, versus maybe Dream. Maybe on an NXT show. But not, yeah, nothing I don't think we've seen it for a title or for or a proper feud out of it. Day, they? Yeah, and that it never happened. Be- because he beat him for the title, and then obviously he got injured, didn't he? Dream? Yeah, he li- it was literally just the title match, and then they like put, they got rid of him backstage, didn't they? They they put him on the shelf. So I would imagine when Dream comes back, he'll be the one going for that that North American title, which will be like it would be a class feud. Is that that um, a step down for Dream though? They were building them up to sort of main event before he got injured, I mean, and he's he, already done the. He, he was in North America. Yeah, but would you not want to avenge the, against the people who attacked you? Especially when his last few matches haven't been his best. But surely Adam Cole was part of the people that attacked him and he currently yeah. has the world title. Yeah, but you can't throw Dream... Like, nobody's going to listen as Dream as the credible threat when you've got Finn Balor and Champer at the moment. Okay. Uh, that'd be my opinion. I'm sure there's people that would disagree with me, but yeah. No, 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 I'm fair with that. Um, so what do we see going forward? Is it going to be, because obviously Cole's champion, is it going to be Finn or is it going to be Champa versus so Cole? It, so because, we're skipping ahead a wee bit, but because Finn beat Champa uh, in the main event and then he kicks Cole as well, so it's yeah. setting up for Finn, Finn versus, versus Cole, I think. Cole. But Champa won't be happy because... The, the finish Cole was anything but clean. Him, kinda, yeah, yeah it, it was like it was one of the better WWE distraction finishes that we've had in a while. It wasn't as kind of overblown and wanky as most of the main roster ones are, but it was yeah. still a, a WWE distraction finish. Champa looks like a bit of a dick, and uh, Finn gets in the nineteen sixteen just in time for was it? Um, which one of them was making the Easter references? Horrific times in. Yeah, why not? History. I'm pretty sure it's he painted them as like freedom fighters and patriotic. Yeah. I'm like, boy, you will be fired. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, freedom fighters. Let's go with that. One man's yeah, terrorist yeah. is another man's freedom fighter. Well, we'll not get into that right now. I'm not going to the NXT product so I can shit on it some more. Uh, <laughs> yeah, talk about the main event and then we'll get into SmackDown. Yeah. I mean, like the main event straight after that Shayna segment, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It no, was. there was a shit video about Martinez and uh, Day, and I think they're going to scrap it out next week, aren't they? He's no. not called Martinez. I'm calling Martinez because it's punishment. Martinez, Dane, but Dane, him and Kelly Dane, and Dane are going to fight next week because Dane injured uh, his ribs or something. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. 
What? What was that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is exactly. your product, Matt. This is your your. I told you it was a shit week. It was a shit week for this product. <laughs> it was a fucking terrible week. That they've built a couple of views. You're right, but like a lot of the stuff for this week was just boring. I mean, Wolfie, he's been a lost soul everywhere he's been. He wasn't used on the fucking main roster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dane is is dying a little bit. And it's yeah, sad they to say. They can warm him up anytime they want. He's a big bastard who can go. As soon as they want, they give him a couple of wins over, like, I don't know, Matt Riddle and Manser or something. And he'll be ready for the... He needs a new gimmick. I want him to go for the Cruiserweight title. <laughs> Axe Division it. No weight limits. Let's go. Like, no, no, not NXT UK. He is He's in... been in NXT UK and they didn't use him and they sent him back. Fair, no one watches NXT UK. Yeah. Fight me, Jack. Um... Jack doesn't watch it. Oh, there you go. <laughs> no one Literally watches nobody it. watches it. I think Smoothman watched it for two weeks, did you? What's that? NXT UK. Thought, are you playing Cup Smoothman? Are you <laughs> no, I'm not. Smoothman, please tell me you watch NXT UK because then I can criticize you about not watching any other product this week. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I stopped watching it. I, I stopped watching it in, after the build up for Blackpool. No. So that was January Cardiff? last year. No, it was Blackpool, wasn't it? Was Which it? one was the last one? Last one was Cardiff. Last one was right? Cardiff, yeah. Yeah, I'd stopped watching the build up for NXT UK pretty much after the that I'm yeah. pretty sure you weren't watching it in the build up to that last one. <laughs> I don't I, I don't know. It's double X being cord right now. <laughs> <laughs> rank hundred and fifty five. Um <laughs> top rank, mate. Um no, I d I don't watch it, mainly because I don't have time because you're too busy playing God. <laughs> well, it's double XP weekend, allow him, man. Yeah, it's just no. this weekend. Um, no, it's not it's... just this. You literally fell asleep watching it the other week. What playing, playing card? You fell asleep playing card and didn't what watch did... one of the shows. Dirty laundry on the show today, boys. <laughs> Smoothin. This isn't a podcast. This is an intervention. We're all here for <laughs> you. <laughs> We need to be time conscious, folks. I know, yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, Man needs to go to the fucking. What? Well, he's because yeah, yeah, it's fine. Uh, it's fine. He's been screaming stopped, for the last half hour and nothing's it, followed. It's it's stopped bleeding at the moment. Oh, we're good. <laughs> we can stay till half time. This is his tooth, by the way. <laughs> we'll put this out. Um, so, Balor beat Champa. Is that is that all in fair assessment? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. We, I mean, we happened, covered. Jeff. We co- yeah, we covered the end of the match, which was the kind of. The main crux of the thing. Cool. Smackdown this week. Oh, I've got a massive... Oh. Erection? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> For goodness sake. Someone get all this quick. Uh, um, <laughs> no, the biggest thing this week that really annoyed me was Roman Reigns came out. To do I, I hate that too, to be fair. Bastard. <laughs> I'm going yeah, to where's, this. Where's Ambrose and Rollins when you need them? Shut up! <laughs> Roman Reigns came out this week and said he was... he um, Survivor Series was Smackdown's night. He actually said something along those lines this week. He yeah, said because his team won. No, they... Yeah, they won one match. <laughs> Two matches. Whoa. 
Big whoop. But the what I mean, show doesn't count. The match um, that he was involved in, his team won. Therefore, he's amazing. But they bigged it up as if SmackDown had a positive night, and I was like, uh, "Bruh, were you not they, there?" They did. The big they dog got had two. a positive night. Therefore, positive. Two is a positive number. NXT won overall. Therefore, what? But two yeah. is a positive number. So this week we've had Rollins absolutely beat the crap out of the roster on Raw because he was unhappy about how they... But Rollins is a heel now and... Shut your face. Let me finish. So (laughs) we've got that. And then NXT is celebrating because they won. Legit. And then then Roman Reigns is not... He's like, oh yeah, the men won, but no one else really cares. What? Wait, are you saying that no one cares about female wrestlers? No! Are you calling (laughs) Sandra? That's how it came across. It came across as NXT won, but apparently SmackDown had a strong showing and we were better than NXT. What? No! I, th- I think I think it's more that they were better than Raw and Raw wiped the floor with them last year. Yeah, there you go. Go with that. But the deve- developmental brand beat them overall. Ah, they they the not. They've got a wall for that. Matt Sidell. <laughs> um, and then we had more Corbin and Roman Reigns nonsense, which I didn't. What I skipped it. Reigns beat <laughs> Bobby Roode, and I skipped it. I'm sorry. Big Dog and King Corbin can do one. I've had enough. I yeah, really, so I've had enough. What I think pretty much what happened was, was Roman Reigns said everybody's amazing apart from King Corbin, who's a dickhead or whatever. And then Corbin said, "Yeah, I'll fight you," and then sent Bobby Roode to fight him. So but is Bobby Roode Corbin's bitch at this point? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah Rudolph are Corbin's bitches. I love how he calls them Rudolph. It's Christmas, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to December. Oh, oh, can we have December to dismember? Didn't they copyright that recently? Yes, they did. Oh, excellent. Please, yeah, scrap TLC and call it December to Spember. Go on, do it. And guess so what? They're probably not going to do it. They're probably just doing it for legal reasons. To stop Cody Rose from doing it. stop Cody from doing it, probably. Why would you do December to this? Well, they can't use Bash at the Beach either, can they? They've had to Listen, I'm sure them. Dusty had something to do with someone that was on December this December. This <laughs> Cody, I'm just bookmarking. Well, Fuck it, it's mine. Because of that. Fuck off. Brilliant. Um... We we had the introduction of the new new stupid universal title belt. Uh, We've I'm already sorry. talked. You can't call it stupid. It's the main title because Brock took his toy and went home. Therefore, it's the biggest title in WWE right now. Yeah, and it should be. Continue. Now it's got Bray Wyatt's face on it. <laughs> Would you prefer to have your face? You know, you know what it is. Yeah. Like, it looks like when when you used to be able to skin characters in old games, you would have like, it have like a, a, a flat texture. In like four or five different boxes all lined up together. That's what it looks like. It looks like a half textured person. Wait, have you seen the straps are actually actual buckle belts as well? Which one like, if you've seen, if you see the whole thing? Which one of you has Fiend merch? Me. Yeah, exactly. It's your fault. It's <laughs> <laughs> your fault. Yeah, but his hoodie is awesome. It's got hurt and heel on the sleeves. It's got a picture of his face and it says, let me in. Well, I don't, and this has got the title doesn't need his face The title has hurt and heel on the like sides of the belt and yeah. it has his face on. Exactly <laughs> like the hoodie that you just said. That, that's why the hoodie's why amazing. Purchase this? Because I don't have $7,000. <laughs> Wait, so 
Toys R Us releases the fucking I am not It's stupid. Well, because considering you owe quite a lot to bad bookers already, you could, you know, in theory, you could just buy that belt and whoever wins overall this year wins. What? Has to walk around with that. I think they'd rather die. I'd take angry nature selfies with that. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? Uh, As a person who's guaranteed to win the predictions this year, I don't want it. Are you you guaranteed? Have you already won it? No. No, but I might as well have done because I've won pretty much all of them. All right. is, is, it, is it total? Is it total correct matches or is it wins? It's wins, but not taken into account. Vote. So if you if you're in the vote, you get a win anyway. It's oh. just if if there's like if me and Jack were equal on the last one, but Jack had had seven wins on the votes and I'd have five, Jack would win. But fuck, I've only yeah. won three. I think I've won. At nine. least you've won some, pal. I won nine. Um, yeah, nine. How is Matt? What? Matt has got. All right, well, we'll, we'll talk about this another time because we're taking up <laughs> too much time as it is. Uh, Ali and Drew Gulak kind of match. I skipped that as well. Apparently, Mustafa Ali's got his full name back officially. Yeah, because they couldn't trademark Ali. <laughs> we spent this for the reason we, we, we talked about this last Ali week. because Muhammad Ali and another fucking Ali. So they went, fuck it, throw Mustafa in and trademark that shit. <laughs> And they called yeah. him into the office and Vince went, listen, this is good shit, pal. You got your name back. Look at you. The merch rate will be bigger. It'll cost more. Go. <laughs> yes. Oh, cool. Um, Sasha Banks and Bailey. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> Have you broken him? <laughs> you can't see me. I'm just rocking in my rocking chair. We, we do we do need smooth and face back soon though. Needs to happen. There you go. Um, hey! I mean, with me. Hold on, right? Not that I want to discourage smooth and face, but given the shit that Matt has said this podcast, if people that are after smooth and get a footage of his face and some of the shit Matt's been saying, he's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I hope this is why I stay reasonably quiet this week. I'm quite happy to do that. <laughs> sometimes it's necessary. Talk too much. I'll just talk too much. I need, I need <laughs> to shut up sometimes. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> Sasha Banks and Bailey addressed the women's locker room, said they were all rubbish. We had Lacey Evans come out. She knocked somebody out and left. <laughs> Cheers. You're not, that's, yeah, that's, she... that, the segment, in a nutshell, I'm paraphrasing. I, it, I'm saving you 20 minutes of work time. The... Somebody criticizes the locker room for being shit, and they send Lacey Evans out. Like, no, because it was in Alabama, like, and she's a su- sassy Southern belle, isn't this it? This generation's Chris Bamba. Fuck me! Oh, oh! I mean the old. <laughs> <laughs> We've been the Bad Buckets Podcast. Thank you very much. Good night. <laughs> you will no longer be hearing from us. You'll be I hearing mean, from my lawyers. She's a tactical savant. She's great at tactical wrestling. <laughs> and she's got a crisp finisher. If sold properly. Yeah. She doesn't do a cross face. Like, Daniel Bryan is just oh, a cross oh, can, we, can, we can we not go back to it again? 
Can we just fucking move on? <laughs> Daniel Bryan does a diving headbutt. I'm going to kick him out the call in a minute. I, what, what, I didn't on, say then? the guy's name again. Yeah, but you don't need to justify it. It's been said. Let us leave this point. Um, yeah, so you pick, you pick the mo- no, no, you, you pick the point. The smoothest face to be on to say the, the most offensive part of the podcast. Is I the didn't fucking say face it. On it. Just delete the like download the board and then delete it. It's ready to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like just delete the board after you've got the bit you need, and then. Yeah. Wolfie's not going to report. Just look at him. He's going. Wahab might though. Fuck Wahab. Um. So yeah, and then I can't. I don't know where to go. Flash the blanks. Sasha Banks. Um, Sasha Banks got knocked out. She also tweeted saying, um, "This locker room is terrible. Um, I'm the leader." And then Lacey Evans retweeted saying, "Well, you're the leader of the." Not to go back to the topic, but (laughs) Sasha Banks' idol is Eddie Guerrero. Eddie had many rivalries with. (laughs) (laughs) Ray Mysterio. Ray Mysterio. Eddie had lots of, of feuds with Ray Mysterio. That's where he was Dean going. Malenko, that, 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 Dean Malenko, who's now in AEW, there's the link to that. Dean Malenko, Not Chris Benoit. We're getting our decisions this week, boys, yeah? Cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I hereby announce my retirement <laughs> for the greater good. Uh, um, Nikki Cross had a match against Sonya Deville because reasons. Reasons. Um, Alexa Bliss came back and helped her after the match once Cross had won because Deville and Mandy decided to beat beat her up after the match. Uh, New Day issued an open challenge. So I'm quite freaked out by the fact that Smoothman's, Smoothman's face and his voice are completely out of sync, and it's quite creepy. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Your, your face is your your um, cam's about three or four seconds behind your your audio. It's oh, quite it's creepy. Splendid. splendid. Um, the new day. No, the new day issued an open yeah, challenge. Yeah. Uh, Nakamura and Cesaro. Were the ones who came out. And... Yeah, and Naka- when when did Nakamura and Cesaro become an actual tag team? Is that a thing now? Also, Sheamus is back, so yes. why did he just use Cesaro and Sheamus? Because Sheamus is going to be a big single star now. Yeah, yes, you know, oh, he's, he's gone back to his original haircut and style and things. So. Yeah. yeah, he's not got the mohawk anymore. Has I kind of, I'm kind of happy that Sheamus is back. Yeah, me too. I, I think Sheamus being sort of upper mid card guardian and helping put younger talent over, which I assume is what he's going to do, because there's no way he's the one to take the title off. No, 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 no. So basically, Sheamus will be there to help make stars that need wins over former champions. And Sheamus's resume is like, fuck, there's barely anybody who can touch him. He'll kind of do what Orton does now and just sort of put over oh, that's young great. I think a lot of his focus will be on the YouTube stuff anyway now, so. Yeah, because he's doing really good with that and having a great time with it. So fair play. But like, um, yeah, you know that we see, you know we see him in TLC. Tony was it? He's back in the same show as Big Dick Tony. Yes, so of course. That, Happy days. But of course, we don't want to be seeing Seamus in TLCs or any sort of any, any sort of major possible 
injury matches. Not a good idea. No. Indeed. Um, then we had uh, more. Well, we had multiple um, fiend packages on the Firefly Hub Funhouse. We had the Muscle Man Dance return. Um, yeah, I kind of wish they didn't bring Muscle Man Dance back again. It was a one. It was a one-time epic thing. Don't don't ruin it. So I I haven't seen a single Firefly Funhouse since Hell in a Cell until this week, and I you can tell that. Bray Wyatt doesn't write them anymore because this is shit now. It's just, eh, I don't care. There was five, there was was four four in this episode. But there was a point where every single Monday I would wake up and I would go straight to YouTube and watch the Bray Wyatt segment for a good three or four months after WrestleMania. And that's gone now. Like, I just don't care. So Bray Wyatt is going to be oversaturated and pushed the way Becky was. Becky was top mark seller. Quick pusher, the fans want her to give Becky round down your throat until she's essentially Charlotte. Bray Wyatt is going to get the same treatment until he's essentially Roman Reigns in the fans' eyes and everyone sours on him because everything's been rammed down their throats. Yeah. And that's what's going to happen. It's, it's, it's all one good until the machine gets behind you. Once the machine are behind you, then you've got one or two ways. You're either going to go over naturally or you're going to fall off. And unfortunately, that they uh, and I, I said it as soon as this happened, as soon as the, the tweet came out and the rumor came out that the fiend was going to go for the title, we all caught, we all saw this coming. We all saw it coming. Going, they're going to ruin him. That well, he, he can't lose because you know he's over as fuck, and he will be a top merch seller. Well, he's a top merch seller now. He didn't lose, and we're already shitting on it. And it's only been what a couple of weeks. Yep. We're already shitting on it. I, I can't imagine why it's going to be like leading up to Mania. And can you please get rid of the fucking red lights whenever he's wrestling? It, it, it hurts my eyes. It really irritates me. Sorry, yeah, the red lights. It's... I'm not. But, but he's wrestling it, from but... hell. He's wrestling from hell. There has to be red lights. Cool. Is that canon? WWE is wrestling from hell, or it's the only possible explanation for turning the lights red every time he turns up. Mm. It was red on SmackDown as well when he attacked um, Daniel Bryan. So Daniel Bryan's brought the Yes Movement back. No. Um, no. He, no. he asked no. Um, no. the crowd, should he accept yes, the he uh, match? He did yes. And then Bray Wyatt came out and attacked him through the ring, and it looked like he was giving him a haircut. No, what what, what you're seeing now is you're going to see... This this is the hip the end of hippie Daniel Bryan, and you're gonna now you're now gonna get the uber baby uber uber baby face Daniel Bryan that we had during the Yes movement and the the lead up to WrestleMania 30, 30 which honestly I'm fine with as, yeah. lo- as long as it's done in the right way and it's and it's organic. Yes, I think he's gonna be half as over as he was before. I fear he might not be, and then Vince is gonna turn on him. I uh, fucking hate shitty cripple and underdog stories and if they if we're going to do that again where they're going to force like you're going to have to go run the gauntlet and they'll have like 77 as, as long as it's not go- as long as, as again it has fucking, to be natural i hate this shit like fucking kofi it was shit up into me i don't care what anybody says no. that 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 four week run into mania was fucking turd it was i don't care you you can have your opinion but it's wrong like it was just fucking shit 
And then we're going to get the same thing again with Daniel Bryan. They're going to get him back into a title picture in the run up to Mania. And it's just, I just, I don't, I don't want this shitty, he's an underdog story because at the end of the day, it's fucking wrestling. You can book whoever, like we all know you can book whatever you want to stop booking it in this shitty way. I mean, I'm, I'm going to completely disagree with the Kofi thing that you've just went on a rant about, but I do think that we're going to end up with Roman versus The Fiend at Mania. Yeah, we will. Roman will pick um, title thing. I think Brian will get a title shot before then. Probably Rumble they may build it to, if not before then. But I think they'll probably have Fiend Brian at Rumble, and then we're going to have Roman um, fucking... The Fiend and Roman's going to overcome The Fiend and be the first person to outright beat him and all that and just like, no. Well, I've got 50 quid on Roman winning the Rumble. Cool. Probably. That's probably how they set it up. Cool. And then we'll both, will Roman go against Brock or will he go against the Fiend, the two unbeatable champions? Because that's what they we're can't do that. They, they, if, they, if they're going brand, they have to go for the brand that they're on. I'm sorry. If they start with that nonsense well, again. I mean, they did that in the original splits movement. Like, because not to mention his name again in a bad way, but Benoit had the rumble and had to choose between which champion he was going for. It was a thing before. Yeah. And, so they've all, not like you and, brand and they did it with Asuka, didn't they? When yeah. she won so the title. It doesn't need to happen. Won the rumble two years ago. It doesn't ago. need to happen. I mean, I mean, yeah, I what we'll be saying here, Roman versus Wyatt has basically been confirmed at Mania. Yeah, it, it seems like the most logical way they're doing it. And as long as, if they could, I mean, I'm sure, surely they can book it the right way. Surely. Right? I just, I fear that, like, everyone, including us, are going to turn on Roman the second he gets a strap again. And I know he's been away from it for a while, but... I don't think they will. I think... Not this time. Did any of you see Jericho's interview recently? He did an interview where he... Yes, I know what we're talking about. Yeah, I know what this is. He did what, sorry? Um, Jericho was doing an interview and someone asked him about Roman. And you would expect AEW champions to start burying him. And what he said, essentially, I'm like paraphrasing, is that if WWE booked Roman the way he is in person, he would be a hell of a lot moreover. Roman is apparently like a really cool person to be around. He's got a really cool personality and he's like one of the lads. But because WWE built him up, obviously Vince just fucking jizzed onto the table when he's seen him. Big fucking muscular someone, good looking dude. Quick, rock at him. Um, but basically if they let him be himself, he would get over more by the crowd, and Jericho was like really talking positively of him. Yeah, yeah, he, he couldn't. Have, not a bad word to say about him, and 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 he's described as like a locker room leader, but he's always he's a really down to earth guy. And I'm thinking, well, you know, put that Roman on TV. You don't exactly. need you don't need all the overproduction, all the suffering, succotash, that shite. You know, that was a few years ago. His character's tarnished by stuff like suffering succotash and. Fucking up lines in promos against Cena, um, this that, and the other, and you know, or the uh, or the Royal Rumble win where he he had to have the Rock come out and he stand the Rock got booed because of it. Just you know, <sighs> will he ever get over that? And I, I guess I guess that's the question that you know we need to work out. I mean, who knows? Hmm. Um, that's pretty much it, I think, for this week's. Um, only thing that I wanted to talk about is if you ever get chance, um, I listened, I listened slash watched two things this week. I listened and watched the 
Undertaker um, sm- smoking school session. Yeah, I, I watched that. That's very good. Um, it's an hour and 40 minutes, and it's, God, it's long. But it's so worth it. Some of the stuff that comes out of it, some of the stories that they tell, and it's obviously Mark Calloway. It's not The Undertaker. It's pretty much no gimmicks, just straight up shooting, which is quite cool. So push, um, did they get punk on that with Austin? Pardon? Yeah. Did they get punk to do that with Austin as well? That'd be good. That'd be good. Um, and then the other thing that I listened to, I know it was recorded ages ago, but only just been released. It was the Enzo and Cass um, Jericho podcast, which, if you listen to, is very interesting. Why? Why? Why is it interesting? It just is. It just is. It's listening to why, like the they've gone through like. Do, do, does, Cass, do, do, does Enzo bury Simon Gotch? No, unfortunately, no. you won't be getting YouTube recommendations for the next six years. <laughs> <laughs> Good God. I still, I've watched it and I still get them now. So um, I listened to that podcast, like, smoothly. Sorry, I'll, not to interrupt you. I won't talk about any of the content. But I listened to it and went, oh, this is interesting. I'm like, wait, isn't Cass off in rehab? How's he doing? And then, and then it took me till they went, yeah, and we, we did that run in at the garden a month ago. And I was like, what? Yeah, <laughs> and that's what it took me till he said something like that for me to go. This isn't re- Chris. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. And then I shit myself because I went. Chris is he's talking about Enzo and Cass, and he's a AW champion, and it's jobs for the boys. And Enzo and Cass are going to be AW, and I bricked it for about maybe a couple of hours in case AW hire Enzo and Cass. <laughs> I was going to say I, I wouldn't be avert to Cass coming back. Cass, if thing is, if, Cass- if, Cass- if Cass can get his act together and and is and is and is all. You know, in a healthy position, then I reckon he could be. He could have a good run in WWE. Enzo, I think the bridge is too. It's, it's been burnt mm-hmm. since, since 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 he did that stupid thing in Survivor. Was it Survivor Series last year? Yeah. Do where, you know what? Did where he... they made um, he talks about that. Name? He talks about it. He talks about himself so that they took the camera off it. Yeah, he talks, he talks about, about it. Him, but I'm, I'm presuming it's gonna be like you know, any press is good press and things like and that. You no, know, he literally yeah. said. Um, I think it was a week before he was going to do it. A uh, WWE had. Contacted him and wanted Vince wanted a meeting or something. I think yeah, for him to come back. For him to come back, and Enzo was just like, "Nah, I've already bought this ticket," because he wanted to build his stock. That's that's how he kind of comes across. I want to if I get publicity and I get seen doing stuff. I, that's why he did the garden. That's why well, he the did- Matt and Edge thing years ago. Then uh, yeah, what? I feel like I should know what this is, but I don't. Well, oh, Matt, yeah, it was after Mark got sacked, wasn't it? He jumped the ring to hit Edge or something and then got hired back because it got so yeah. much heat. Yeah, because yeah. Edge, yeah. Yeah, Edge was banging Lita, was Matt's girlfriend at the time. Yeah. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt yeah. got fired and then Matt just you know, turned up on that. <laughs> yeah, this is, then... this is effectively what it was because he wasn't, he wasn't trying to get hired by WWE. He was just trying to get people to, 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 to hire him. Um, Apparently, he talks about how the the, square, the Madison Square Garden stuff, only certain people knew about it, but then they didn't get a phone call from ROH after it. Or the Briscoes, nothing. Because it ROH gives their own fuck. It literally, it. it literally, someone, some, I don't, they mentioned some person's name, or Sin, is it Sinclair or something? Yeah, Sinclair, the Sinclair. guy from ROH. Sinclair. <laughs> yes, Matt. <laughs> so they mentioned Lucha, Lucha. They mentioned him. That's not Sinclair. They mentioned him, and he says, "Yeah, apparently he was the one who got them to do this, and it was planned, but only certain people knew about it." I think 
Bully Ray might have been the only other one. Yeah, Bully Ray's a good fucking measure of character. Um, but then they didn't get a phone call from ROH after it. So he was like, well, what was the point? Um, and then he did the Survivor Series thing. And then during when he was there, do you know the, the female security guard? Apparently when she grabbed him, she was said, Vince wants to see you. We, we need to go now. So they dragged him to the back and he says, I ain't walking past all that talent after I've just done that yeah. during a match because they're going to they're gonna want to lynch me. So he says, nah, I'm not bothered. And then was just let go. But Vince wanted to see him because he wanted him back. It's, well, it's mental. They, it's, they, it's they had talked, I don't know whether it was Vince or Triple H had talks with Enzo and Cass like four weeks ago, five weeks ago, something like that. But they never, never materialised into anything. It's interesting to see. Kaz like, Ka- Ka- is, is in rehab again, isn't he? After yeah, yeah, having yeah. issues again. Because he was really annoyed that he got filmed doing drunken stuff. He had a seizure, didn't he? Because he had um, alcohol withdrawal. And then he, he collapsed. Didn't he do DDP yoga or something? And then yeah. he got really, really healthy again. And then he, he got a bit drunk. He, then he got drunk backstage and there was an arsehole and punched, I can't remember the, the guy's name. Uh, he on got his punched remote. out by Popbox. Yeah, yeah. Half box like retiring slash leaving the indie show before he went to become a WWE producer. Big yeah. cast was acting up and mouthing off the people. And Pat Buck came down to tell him to sort of wind his neck in, and cast like who the fuck are you or whatever. And Buck just dropped him. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, that's not going to get you in any favors with WWE. And then obviously he wasn't arrested, but there's obviously pictures of him sitting outside talking to police officers. And then he's gone back into rehab. I've not heard anything anything at all from him since. No. But obviously, I I I wish I, him I well, and I really I really hope that you know he can get his life back on track. Because honestly, I out of the two, I can see him the most likely coming back to to WWE. Maybe if they did, if maybe because WWE are very light on tag teams, maybe they could get the two back at some point. No, Enzo won't go back. Huh? I don't think Enzo will go back. What the fuck's Enzo gonna do? What release more music? No, he's not gonna go back. Oof. But no, I want. I when I saw that pop up on Instagram because I followed Chris Jericho, I was just like, oh, oh, they did this. Oh yeah, I forgot they did that. And I thought, oh, I'll go and listen to it. And I was like, I'm not a big fan of Cass and Menzo, but it was it was interesting to listen to from their perspective because obviously you hear a lot of things from the dirt sheets and stuff about what's happened. It's but it, Enzo's a walking, talking bullshit machine. Oh yeah, he's also he's he's also starting a war with Tamatonga at the moment. Which oh is yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not even. Look, can, can we not? Let, let, let's not do that. No, let's not, not do that. I'm just. I'm just referencing. That's Enzo. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it for this week. So Undertaker stuff. Yeah, Enzo and Cass. It's up to you. Um, thank you very much for everybody who stopped by. Um, thank you to the the three gentlemen for being with us. Thank you for Jack, who's going to probably berate me in the Twitter DMs when we're finished. I can't wait. I'm, <laughs> wait. I'm going to mute myself and never come back. Um, Podcast will be out tomorrow. I'm not, because uh, yeah, it takes fine. a while for the VOD to come up and the yeah. download to happen. Pods, pods are not going to be released the same night. Now they're going to be the next day. Yeah. Um, once again, thank you everybody for listening. If you do enjoy what you listen to, make sure you go and give us five star reviews over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you listen to us, comment, etc. Um, if you want to follow us on Twitter, it's at BadBookersWP. And make sure if you like uh, to support us, go and check out our Patreon. And also listen to, um, listen to, watch Power Slam TV and use code BadBookers. Yay!
Thanks. Bye. 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 Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 4,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 110 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv.